Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. Game Time Decisions. Ready for Rage Radio has begun. I am Gabriel Moranci. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let's do this thing. We'll be with you for the next 180 minutes. Cam Stewart in the house. George Kurtz will uh, join us. Although I understand George is a little bit under the weather, but uh, he's going to uh, power through. Uh, We'll see how many segments uh, Kurtz uh, stays uh, with us. He wasn't feeling well earlier in the day, but uh, he's got a second wind. So uh, George Kurtz will be joining us, Cam. Yeah, hey, how you doing, Marenzi? Yeah, I, I love talking to Kurtz, uh, huge New York Islanders fan. Uh, they got a game tonight uh, against the Blues, suddenly the Red Hot Blues. So we'll get uh, Kurtz's opinion on that, maybe some football over the weekend. And tough night for the, the ranked teams in basketball, Gabe. You don't see many 17-point uh, favorites losing outright. Hey, Duke, how's Syracuse doing? What a win by the Qs. You don't see Jim Behai piss himself very often either. <laughs> Well said. <laughs> well, that's just sort of the. It's like people talk about the game all they want. I mean, that's yeah, you know, whatever. Syracuse beat Duke, <laughs> but you know, we talked about it yesterday actually, and I know Jesse cashed in on this. Talked about uh, Duke's slow starts uh, yesterday. They didn't turn it up a notch in the second half. They ended up just losing the basketball game. But what did I say, Duke? Um, you know, I, I watch quite a bit of Duke, or at least I've seen, like, you know, some of the recent games, like I said, against the Clemson, Clemson Tigers, it was tied at the half, or they were up by a couple of points, they exploded in the second. I got screwed against Wake Forest last week. We see last night, uh, first half, uh, struggles, and it carried over to the second half as well. Now Duke have some injuries to deal with, too, and hard to believe, but, uh, the number one ranked team in the country is going to be my Michigan Wolverines, Cam. Yeah, you notice I don't really talk too much about them, uh, this year. Only because I really don't want to be ranked number one. Yeah. You know, as soon as you're ranked number Guess one, you lose. Yeah, Guess you lose. Death. And we've seen, we see it with big-time Kansas, Duke. It always happens. Even the biggest programs, it happens all the time. You're number one, you lose. But also with Michigan, it's sort of like the Raptors. It's a little different because college is different. And I'm not, I'm not down with putting up banners for the Final Four and stuff, but – that's what people do now, right? You make It's like making the Final Four, and then the, the championship is just sort of gravy on top of it. But, you know, Michigan, can, we've been down this road, you know? I'm to the point now where it's like, yeah, whatever, man. Wake me up in, uh, wake me up in March, man. You know, we're 15-0. and 0, All right, good. But, you know, we've been in three Final Fours and two national championship games, man, in the last seven or eight years, six years, seven to eight years. It's time to win a championship, it so is. they can it, win all these games they want, man. Whatever. Like, let's win. Let's win the freaking tournament, right? 
Good news for you, though, is Villanova had a lot of those guys when they were dominant. A lot of them are playing in the NBA now. Duke is still a young team despite having the talent. We know Virginia could be probably Duke could choke. Yeah. Duke could choke. Virginia is a number two team. Great defense. I think Virginia. The offense, the offense yeah. is a little suspect, though. That's the problem with the Virginia Cavaliers. Nobody suffocates you like Virginia. The problem is Michigan have better scores. That's, that's, that's Virginia. No Virginia is like in football? The Bears. Great defense, but can you get me enough points to win a game? That's the concern coming into play uh, into March Madness for Virginia. But they're damn good, man. Their defense is they, they lock down. Yeah, Virginia and uh, people are cold on Virginia because of um, because of the upset last year to uh, UMBC. Uh, the best well, player well, was well, hurt. <laughs> yeah, so people people are you know they don't buy into Virginia, but. Virginia are dangerous, but, you know, we live in an offense-first world right now, and it's true. It doesn't seem matter what sport it is. You look at the Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors play defense a bit, but they're an offensive team. They haven't won. You know, they've won. Their defense is, is pretty good for an offensive team, but all in all, you know, they're a juggernaut on offense. And like you stated, you know, even Virginia, even if they're playing a 16 seed, if that 16 seed starts hitting threes, Virginia's in trouble. You're right. They have a hard time, like, scoring 12 points in five minutes or something. You know, some teams, not a panic. All right, we're down eight. Hit a couple of threes. Ding, ding, ding. Virginia can't just automatically score 12 or 14 points, as we saw last year in the tournament. Yeah, no, you're, the thing is, yeah, you look at other teams, too. Look at the overs this year. You know, there's finals like 89-81. Virginia wins games like 65-42 and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, they're an old school, kind of like what we remember with Wisconsin. Remember remember those guys, Gabe, with the with the Badger, Bo Ryan, who actually kind of like Ralph Regan is a turtle. He kind of looks like a Badger. Those teams... They were they were they used to win those games like fifty five fifty two and stuff like that. They were, there was no offense. They just played wicked wicked defense. And Virginia is very similar to that. You're right. If they get involved in a team that starts burying shots and feeling it, uh, they could be in big trouble. They're built to grind you down. And what do you think? Uh, this is unbelievable too. And we're missing out. And great call by you last night on the money line. Uh, we both hit the Pittsburgh Panthers. Yeah. Uh, you had it on the money line. Nice uh, nice pick. And uh, you know I, I played. I didn't get crushed, but. It was a losing night because I ended up playing a late-night play on the over. I would have broke even and went 500, but I ended up putting a play on that Clipper game to go over the number. But we're, we've been missing out on a couple of teams, actually. College basketball, including Pittsburgh, now 13-3-1 against the point spread. And after 15 games, the Virginia Cavaliers, you know what they are against the spread? 12-3. Uh, and three. Wow, that's pretty damn good. People don't believe yeah, in these but, guys. Yeah, no, but nobody bets team. on them. Even you and I that's haven't been bet. betting on them. Right. right? Oh, they don't score enough. Uh, how are they going to cover at minus eight? They don't. You know, they only score sixty-three points, and yeah, they're twelve and three against the spread. It's funny. I, I saw. I saw a story. I saw. I, I read this actually in, in the New York Post. They have a. Um, they sort of have like little gambling notes and stuff, and it was about Virginia against the spread. And I was like, man, I've been missing out on this. And it's because of what happened last year, right? So people were just cold to them. But 12-3 and three against spread. Mississippi camp, 14-1 and one ATS. Ole Miss? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. That, that's fantastic. Oklahoma, 12-2-2 yeah, ATS. Yeah, Oklahoma's a good dog. I you'll never guess who the year. third. You'll never guess this team. But, man, they're money. What conference? I don't even know. <laughs> like what conference? Are like, these I mean, guys they're playing? small. 
I don't know. Small school? Stony Brook. Oh, Stony Brook. Yeah, my <laughs> Stony Brook. It's actually in your backyard there, Marenzi. Are they are they, uh, with them, are they with St. Peter's and, and all these guys? I think they play more Northeastern and stuff like that. They're in that, that conference. But I know my buddy who, uh, when I worked at AM640, Lou Skazis, the business guy, he's a graduate of Stony Brook. No, no, Stony and Brook play Sto- against Vermont and Maine and stuff, I think. Vermont, That's, I think, yeah, I think they're in the same thing with, yeah, Northeastern. Yeah, yeah, Northeastern, Vermont, yeah, let's see. Stony Brook basketball. Yeah, yeah. Stony Brook goes to the tournament some years. Like I, I've they, we have Stony Brook sightings. I wouldn't have picked them as a against the spread uh, savants like that. But uh, yeah, exactly. They play yeah. Maine, Albany, Vermont. That's it. Yep. Hartford, Stony Brook, University of Binghamton. Yeah, it's UMBC, the insurance who we were just game. talking about. It's Progressive versus Geico. <laughs> you know, it's all like insurance cities there. Hartford, Connecticut. It's basically that. No, and I know Lou. It's where the money is. Like that. Those are money schools. Like, you go there. Let me see. Yeah, I tell you, there ain't much money in Binghamton. What in Binghamton? Oh, no, no, uh, that, no, that, no. <laughs> Binghamton's like the poor part of Rochester type deal. <laughs> yeah, Stony Brook, it's around York, Albany uh, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Stony Brook, New York, uh, yeah, a pub, public sea grant, space grant research uh, facility in Stony Brook, New York, one of the university centers of the State University of New York system. Average cost after eight, $14,000. Graduation rate, 69%. Acceptance rate, 41%. Stony Brook. Yeah, so Stony Brook, third best team in the country against the point spread, 13-3-1. and one. Wow. Um, Pittsburgh Panthers. Pittsburgh Panthers, 13-3-1 and one against the spread. Virginia, 12 and 3 ATS. Mm-hmm. The Drake, 12 Drake. and 3 ATS. <laughs> and speaking, here's, here's a couple of our teams here. I'm telling you, man, they're always a good bet in basketball. They always have been. But uh, and this is the next team after this one. But the Buffalo Bulls are kicking ass. They're 11 3 and 1 against the spread. Yep. My Vermont Catamounts. So look at that! You just bet on Stony Brook and Vermont, man. You'd be twenty-six and five against the spread this yeah, year. Yeah, I really wish I knew that at the start I of know, the year. That really helped the unit. I know, but at least we're telling them it's better late than never. I know we're just getting into college yeah, basketball. It's better late no, than but never. But now you know you know what happens. Shut up, bitch! We've already missed out on late. this, man. Game too late on the ride. You know that. Every no, time, every another, there'll be teams like, on the rise. Yeah. We'll find them. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what we got to do. We got to get on Gonzaga's the fourteen and four ATS. Interesting, and they have big numbers to cover. Very big University numbers. of Detroit, fourteen and four ATS. I didn't know that. Yeah, they've been our friend for a while. Texas San Antonio, ten and three. What are Murray the San State. Francisco Dons? Murray State, ten and three, and I swear all three games they haven't covered. I, I'm sure Corey's been on them because he always cries that Murray State <laughs> screwed him. <laughs> Murray State, the Rangers. Murray State's got this guy Ja Morant, like he's uh, he's like a top five NBA pick. That's why Murray State are so good. They've got a guy who's legitimately like a, an NBA lottery pick. The, the San Francisco Dons. There's a lot of teams. Tim. I'm just saying they almost beat Gonzaga, but uh, yeah, there there is a lot of teams. Definitely. They're not that good. ATS because I'm scrolling. No, I'm scrolling. looking at the. Uh, they only beat Pepperdine by three. Beat St. Mary's by four. Covered against. Uh, yeah, they're they're winning games. They're third in the West Coast Conference, but they're not covering. I guess they're. Projected to be a little bit better. Gonzaga is obviously the cream of the crop there. St. Mary's isn't as good as they used to be. Yeah, San, I, I, San Francisco, I know they uh, almost beat Gonzaga over the weekend. They really battled in that game till the end. Michigan, just 9-8 and eight against the spread. That's a heavily bet team. Big that's numbers to cover. That's like, what happens when you're, that's like the, it's like the Raptors, public. right? They're, yeah, public Raptors, Raptors don't cover anymore. Um, 
I don't know, Cam. I can't even find. I could find it if you really want. I'm scrolling down. No, like, I, I, I got to be honest. I know why you're asking so about this team. Like they're they're at the bottom against the spread, dude. Like yeah, I was just yeah, I was just gonna see a team. The to thing jump is, it's on, not uh, football where there's only 120 some teams. There's like oh, literally 300 teams here. Yeah. All right. The worst. How correct. about the worst teams? All right. The worst teams against the spread. The worst team in the country against the spread. Middle Tennessee State. Oh, the Blue Raiders. What are they're they? Two and thirteen. Awful. Wow. Tennessee Martin, 2-11. and 11. Mm. Wow. The worst two college there. basketball. Yeah, Tennessee. Portland State. <laughs> They're bad. Uh, remember two, all the old Portland one. Pilots? Used to love those guys. Sorry, they can't cover 35 now. Wyoming, 3-13 ATS. Yeah, not Northern good. Iowa, no longer good. 3-12 yeah. ATS. Iona, 3-12. See, that's a great note. Stop it right there. Those schools, what do you know about them? Past success, name name brand. Oh, who's good in the the, the small conference? Iona uh, used to be Siena Miss. Those teams, right? Like there's a changing of the guard. Northern Iowa when they upset Kansas years ago when we were in Vegas when we we're doing sports rate shows there. That it's not the same team. They don't have those guys anymore, right? But that's name recognition. A lot of people just go, oh, hey, Northern Illinois or Northern Iowa's playing. Oh, okay. Like you know what I mean? Game. Those schools used to be successful in the past. They used to have good, good small only. programs. Yeah. Correct. Exactly. Reputation only. Big time. Yeah, Michigan. Yeah, Northern Iowa used to be great. Yeah. Yeah, so some of the, yeah, the teams to bet against. Little Tennessee, Tennessee, Martin, Portland State, Wyoming, Northern Iowa, Iona. Look at Florida Gulf Coast, 3-12, and because they're overhyped just because people are hurt. Yep. Florida, exactly. Florida Gulf Coast, 3-12 and against the spread. Eastern Washington, 3-12. and Stephen F. Austin, 2-8-1. and Clemson, 4-12 and against the spread. Dabo Sweeney doesn't coach the uh, the basketball team. Um, so you saw Clemson last night eating the uh, the, the hamburgers. Yeah, talking about the cold. Uh, so it turned out they had heat lamps over the food. Oh, okay. Well, that's what uh, fast food joints. You keep it under the heat lamp. Yeah, I get it. Not as good as fresh, but heat lamps will help. Yeah. So they spent uh, three thousand dollars. That's what it was only. Not bad. Something I figured, like, you've come close to spending, you know, but it's hard to spend that much money in a fast food place, though, right? So, like, it, you, oh, said, actually, you, you, know, even you, you drop, like, 40 bucks type things. Buddy, times have changed. I used to go to McDonald's and plow bags. Like, I, I do a $20 burger bag, a $40 bag when I was, like, really like a pig. Now you can't do that anymore. Like, what, 40 bucks? I walk in there. Uh, well, you get $20 worth of burgers in a bag. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it always worked out the 19. It was 1998 because I knew the exact, you know, two two junior chickens, three McDoubles. Uh, like, I had everything worked out, Brancy. But now, I, my McDonald's combo, have you seen the prices now? I live, like, literally, like, 10 minutes, uh, 10 uh, ten step block like that mall that i go to get your uh, pay safe and stuff at there's a mcdonald's right in that mall a combo's 14 bucks i might as well go to a diner like it's not cheap anymore mcdonald's is like high-end fast food that's why i really don't go there as much as i used to go too expensive yeah you're right mcdonald's mcdonald's isn't um burger it king's isn't, more uh price burger king's cheaper for me yeah, yeah but the thing is cheaper. mcdonald's if you remember mcdonald's took a beating like about five years ago mcdonald's stock was going down it was like the first uh-huh. time ever more McDonald's were closing than opening. And, you know, people were sort of on a health. And people were, you know, about the quality of McDonald's food. So they upped it. But you want to get better quality, then they're going to charge you more for it, right? I mean, no disrespect. But as you stated, like, and you know, 
I'm a, you know, I was a pretty big fast food guy. I still am technically compared to the average person. And like even me, Cam, like I got those 99 cent uh, chicken tenders for Burger King. I didn't eat them. Like I took no, a no, bite of them. Much. I was like, oh, yeah. this, this is, yeah, this, this is like. And I'll eat anything. This is dog food. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> Bring on the elbow. No, like you said, it was sponge. I was like, oh, God. Like, no, they're sponge nuggets. I don't eat them either. Yeah, sponge you got to draw the line. How do you get 10 nuggets for 99 cents? You we can't should do actually, it. Actually, That's the point. Exactly. It's not chicken. <laughs> you get what you pay for. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Game time decisions, Red Heat Rage Radio. I enjoyed going over the, uh, the basketball teams, college basketball ATS. It's funny, too, because I wasn't planning on doing that, but uh, that's what makes this show. You never know what you're going to get. We never know. Um, but I was planning on going over some of the NBA ATS uh, trends, sort of like a market watch, uh, Cam. Uh, like we used to with, uh, with Major League Baseball. Like, who's, yeah, who's up units, who's, the ho- who's hot, who's not. Um, some of the trends that's never too late but it's sort of you know sometimes it is too late like if you look like Corey was even complaining last night the Chicago Blackhawk game didn't go over the uh the uh one and a half in the first period of play you know Tampa Bay I don't like Tampa Bay Columbus Chicago three teams uh that were like you know Tampa Bay is like 35 and 9 type thing like over in the first period of play but People only really caught on to this a couple of weeks ago. I mean, hardcores that were on it were on it, but the general public and Twitter and the websites have all jumped on this first period stuff, and now it's always going under, and people are losing money because you're too late to the party. And even exactly. worse, Cam, you got to lay like minus 165. That's exactly it. Like, take a look at the numbers, too. With these Tampa Bay games, you used to be get them at pick em juice, 20 cents. You know, maybe you can deal with 25, like a teaser juice type of thing. Now, yeah, you're looking at 60, 70 cents. It's unbelievable. Yeah, one nothing after the first period, you lose. Yep, that's the thing, Brent. See, we talk about it. Steam movement. What happens with steam? You get steam. burned. Steam's hot. Steam. I know. I got. Sometimes I have a shower too hot on my sensitive skin. Steam. Steam. And I'll tell you, you got to get on these trends early because right when you start to go, hey, what's happening here? Then it goes the other way. But I think we were in a really good spot last night with the pit game. We both like pit, and those are the situations I'm looking for. It's very, like, sometimes it's simple. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be too confusing. People who are just getting into college basketball now are like, oh, my God, Florida State at home almost beat Duke. Duke needed a last-second shot to beat these guys. It's a hell of a lot different. So they're thinking, wow, this team's amazing. They're not. We know Florida State. I'll tell you one thing, guys. You want a gambling tip out there, people? Bet against Florida State in everything. 
bet against them in football, bet against them <laughs> basketball. They'll break your heart, ATS. They'll kill you. People who bet Florida State are broke. And uh, I'll, I'll look to I'll look to fade those guys in situations again. They're a good home dog, but they don't take their they don't travel very well, Berenci. They're not too like they did really stupid things last night. You watch part of that game, just chucking three, 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 three. Like it's just it's not working. And they had a huge size advantage over Pitt. The difference is Pitt's grittier. They got to the line. They 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 outworked them, right? And those are situations I think that are good where people think, oh my god, this team played this team tough, so they have to be better than these guys. Doesn't work like that when we're betting. Um, do we have uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Kurtz? You do, you do. Mr. Kurtz, with the, the, hot, the hot, you know, the hot water on Cam's skin, so you know it's yeah, it's steam, George. Steam. steam, it burns. Steam. Right. Steam. steam burns. We talk about the the, 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 steam, the steam in the, in the gaming world, but you you were very Spider-Man like George. Normally we can hear people like yesterday. Blew it had uh, all the the yeah, grace yeah. of a uh, bowl. <laughs> A bowl in a strip club, uh, basically. <laughs> he was coming on. I don't know what the heck. Like, he was like in a Lincoln He sounded like he was underwater. <laughs> like I could tell when Blue had joined us. So I was like, all right, uh, Mike's with us. Uh, yeah, you just, you just, George. Yeah, you just Delta like attack. slid right in, George. We didn't even hear you. Yeah, I'm good like that, guys. You know, I like, I like to surprise people. You know, I'm here listening in, seeing what you're talking about. You know, we got steam on Cam's skin. I'm dying here anyway of the flu, so... Uh, I'm just trying to survive. Now, John Wetland is child sex abuse charges. I'm just reading up on this. Nice. What? Okay. Really? Yeah. John I mean, Wetland? John Wetland's been arrested on uh, child sex abuse charges. Released on, I think, 20, 20. No, no, no. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get this. Yeah, John Wetland. John Wetland. Former World Series MVP. Yeah, 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 yeah. John Wetland. Pitch for the echo. Here I am, too, buddy. Here I am looking at, see, that's what happens. Stupid fantasy. That's what I get. DFS. I've been sitting here going over stupid NBA lineups. I didn't even know this happened. I know, I know. So, I, I, I I'm, thinking I'm, a pro. I'm thinking I'm a pro. I'm like, should I take Bembry or Trey Young in the hockey game? I'm going <laughs> crunching numbers. So I was watching that stupid uh, the, 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 uh, the Senate uh, confirmation thing, too. John Wetland. I know John Wetland. This is terrible. Former Major League Baseball closer, 1996 World Series MVP, John Wetland was arrested. On child sex abuse charge. All right, what's the story behind this? Oh, my God. Well, it's been continually abusing a child under because I'm hoping, like, not. It's a misunderstanding. It's a one-off. Something weird happened. He's accused of continually abusing a child under the age of 14. Well, why was he? He he only got $25,000 bond. Seems like he would be more higher than that. I thought, yeah, so I thought, too. I thought the same low. thing, yeah. That, that is low. That seems very low. Maybe because it's John Wetland, and they think he's going to show up, and he's not going to go anywhere. But that does seem a little, uh, you know, 25000 is nothing. I don't recognize him in the uh, in the. Wow, he looks like, what a shapeshifter. His face changes over time. Like, it's kind of crazy. Like, he doesn't even look like I the same I hate to say body. it, right. he kind of right looks like a creep now. Yeah, he, good point. It's like, you know how people morph into their dogs? He's just morphing into a creep. Yeah, it's a good point. Excellent point. I don't see regret changing. in this picture. Like, you, you can sort of tell him mugshots. Like, no, or, you know what I mean? There's emotion in the shot. He's almost just, he's got that creepy glaze, man. It's disappointing. Wow. I mean, I get It's fans. very it's disappointing. disappointing. Dude, I'm an Expo fan. He was with the Expos for the Yankees. He was. All your teams, Gabe. Dodgers, too. Yeah, no, I knew him. I knew him. We used to talk yeah, about to guitar. He played guitar. Yes, really? he came on my show. I was going to go jam with him. 
Like, he started playing guitar when he was in Montreal, and he knew I was in a band and stuff. And uh, you know, we, we used to talk. He was more into country music. Uh, but and he liked rock, and, you know, so it was sort of my in with him, right? He liked talking to me because it wasn't just about baseball, you know what I mean? It was about music and, and stuff, and he was a really nice guy. Hell of a pitcher as well, but evidently he's not such a nice guy. Now, listen, everyone's innocent until proven guilty, right? But doesn't look good. We'll put it that way. You hope uh, maybe things are, aren't what they seem, but uh, yeah, it, it's not. Good. Yeah, it's, uh, kind of, uh, they, this ain't this ain't a hill I'll die on defending. Him, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Pick your battles, yeah. Man, it's always people you never expect, huh? I remember once I said, "This is terrible." I said I did an interview with someone. I used to host an MMA show, so I interviewed this UFC fighter. And uh, it was actually like a UFC. It was the father, and the guy was a longtime fighter and stuff. And I said after the interview, I said, guys, I've been in this industry for, you know, 15 years. And pure class, you know, one of the nicest guys in the, in the game. Great, great, great guy. Great, uh, great family. Uh, I swear to God, man, it was like three days later, he got arrested <laughs> for, like, assaulting a maid in a hotel room. I was like, all right, I'm done ever stating anyone's a great guy. <laughs> There's no more. Because <laughs> that's the whole thing, too. Just, someone can be really nice to you in an interview, but you don't know what they're going to do. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Like, that's don't why know, people you don't always, know. oh, he was a good guy. He never did anything around me. Yeah, well, he's not going to yeah. do it in front of a radio host, is he? <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> good point, Gabe. You know? <laughs> yeah. like, people always think that, like in sports locker rooms, that, no, no, I know him. Like, you don't know him. You know him in the locker room. You don't know what a guy's doing when he leaves the locker room after the fact, you know. But yeah, I gotta man. What a what a yeah. Well, I'm I'm flabbergasted by this. Caught, caught off guard. Caught off guard. And Mel Stoudemire passed away too uh, yesterday. Uh, George. Yeah, he's, he was dealing with cancer for a while now. Uh, I think I think we probably knew Mel was on his last uh, legs here. He seems to be a very liked guy from all the uh, reports coming in. So uh, you know, best of uh, best wishes to the, uh, the Stoudemire family. Um, yeah, you know, pretty much the pitching coach extraordinaire, right? Like, you know, I think a pitching coach is, I think, like, if you had yeah, a dream team of pitching coaches, he's the, the pitching best. coach, isn't he? Definitely. Yeah, I think absolutely he was, right? He had, had a lot of, couple of runs into Steinbrenner, too. I remember when he pitched for the Yankees, and he stayed away from the Yankees for a while. You know, well, you're not a Yankee if you didn't have a couple of runs. Right. That's, that, yeah. that's also true. <laughs> and then even in the 90s, uh, back when the Yankees uh, won all those World Series and all the championships, he had another run in with Steinbrenner and stayed away for a bit. So, uh, you know, George, uh, he was could rub people the wrong way. What was the guy's name, uh, the pitching coach in Atlanta? Oh, the guy who used Remember to uh, go back and forth. Uh, if you watched him in a dugout, I mean, he looked like the most nervous person ever. He was always rocking. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. He was always, yeah, he was always panicked. He's always, oh. What was his name? Good good pitcher, though. Like, uh, good Mazzoni? pitching coach. Uh, was Atlanta Braves pitching. Now, the whole thing is, was it like, was it was he a good pitching coach, or is it because he had all these great guys? But they had a pretty good staff for a long time. He, well, he was a good pitching coach. Atlanta Braves. Was it Leo Mazzoni? Leo Mazzoni? Yeah, I think was you're right him? there. Yeah, Leo Mazzoni? Leo Mazzoni. I, I think, think Leo Mazzoni. Yeah, I think you're right. Did he look like Sincata? Yes, it is Leo. He looked, he looked kind of like, yeah, he, he, look, like he looks Sincata. like Steam Shrimps. Yeah, he looks yeah, like, well, I think like <laughs> Yeah, if you ask me, like, what, what he looked like, I'd say describe. He looked like Tony Sincata. 
He did. He kind of does a little bit, don't you think? He, oh, especially the side profile, definitely. <laughs> but if you ever watched him, man, he looked like he was drinking way too much coffee, and he was like all nervous and jittery because he'd always rock while he was uh, on. He on almost looked yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're right. You're right. He had that edgy, nervous like he, back. Yeah. He, he looked drunk and kind of edgy. Like he, he had everything going on. Yeah, a lot of movement there. Yeah, it does. Funny look like you say that, Cam. Funny you say that because here's a YouTube video of him just from this past summer. Burgers and beers with Leo Mazzoni. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds amazing. Seventy, he's uh, seventy-one years old now. Says seventy-one. Say, speaking of the Yankees, I saw that uh, Steinbrenner, uh, Hank, um, Hank monitor social media. I don't know if you saw that story, uh, George, but it was basically that New York Yankee brass, specifically Steinbrenner is very, very, he's very aware of what Yankee fans are saying online. Like, he has someone report to him. Like, you know, what are people saying? Should we do this? Should we do that? Do they like this guy? Do they dislike that guy? And I don't know. I, I, when you, you do that when you're putting together a movie, when you're doing a test uh, study. You're putting together, like, a, a sports team, or you, you're deciding things like that in a business, you know, you're going to have problems. Like Buddy Ryan said. I remember Buddy Ryan was asked. They said, Buddy, why didn't you go for it on fourth down? The crowd wanted you to go. They were all trying to go for it. He said, if you start listening to the fans, you'll end up sitting next to them. And I thought it was a good line. You know, I, you know, what, what, do, what do you make of Steinbrenner being uh, social media conscious of what Yankee fan says? Shouldn't you just go about your business and put together the best team as opposed to, uh, you know, uh, signing players because fans want them. Well, was it Hank or Hal that said this? That's a good point. I don't know. Yeah, Hal is Hal. the one. Who, Hal runs the Yankees. Hank is the one. Uh, he's a little bit more. Hank is a little bit more like his father. And that would. Yeah, yeah. It's Hal. Is, it's Hal. It's Hal. Hal. Surprising that Hal would do this because his uh, his mantra seems to be to get under that luxury tax, which the Yankees have done. He's not going to spend money. I know. Did. You know, and that's it's that's interesting because as soon or later, Yankee fans aren't going to take that. Yeah. But it actually sort of helped them in a sense. You're right. You're totally right because I thought it was going to be a negative. I was like, man, this kid, George leaves him this great franchise and dynasty, and this kid's just going to cheap out now and make money yeah. off it and not even try to win. But then it was kind of a surprise, wasn't it, Cam and George, that all these young players came out of nowhere, right? I mean, Sanchez, Judge. No, the Yankees' plan, George, was really fast-track and accelerated. Well, it was fast when they traded Chapman. You know, they traded Chapman to the, to the Cubs, and they got Torres. And they traded Great Miller movement. to Cleveland, and they got uh, other players. You know, Sheffield ended up getting him paxed. And, so, uh, and, and you, you know, still have a wicked bullpen, George. That's the beautiful thing. Like, the Yankees' right. bullpen's lights out, and you got all those prospects getting rid of two studs. Great moves. Cashman's done a, a very good job here. But, I agree. You know, I understand not getting Harper. There's really no place for him. I mean, you already got three outfielders, and we can put him at DH, or one of the guys at DH. Uh, you got Stanton as a gift last year. Yeah, Harper's a better player, but you got Stanton as pretty much a gift last year, so that's why Stanton's on the team here. Machado would make sense, but uh, I think I said it with you guys before, that comment he made you know, about not hustling, not, not a big believer in hustling, wherever, wherever he said it, not going to play well in New York. You know, I think uh, what, Cam was, uh, what Gabe was joking last week, what, what happens when he goes 0 for 5 the first time and does a Gary Sanchez and he's yeah. loafing down to first base, or Robinson Cano, who loafed a lot, and Robinson Cano was a, a Yankee fan favorite, but he still heard it. Because he wouldn't run down to first. And as soon as Machado does that, he's going to hear it from the fans. Because they're going to remember that comment. And they're going to think he's yep. making $300 million and he doesn't give a crap. Yeah, and he won't, they won't boo him in Chicago with the White Sox. He's going to be a White Sox. 
I think the, it's been very anticlimactic. The um, the Major League Baseball offseason, it's amazing, too, because the three big players that everyone talked about at the winter meetings, nothing's happened. Nothing's happened with Harper, nothing's happened with Machado, and nothing happened with Real Mudo. You know, we kept hearing about this, you know, the big trades. And yeah. I'm telling you guys, Major League Baseball owners are colluding again together. Um, yeah, as a matter of fact, now, yeah, he had a bad World Series. You know, it is what it is. Still a very good player. Got a one-year contract offer. You're seeing Machado and Harper aren't getting anywhere near the monster numbers that they were hoping they were going to get. I think maybe he'll get $300 million from the White Sox, but there ain't no $450, $500 million deals like Harper was dreaming of. I think, and we're running out of racetrack, man. We're down to 27 days till pitchers and catchers report right now. I think Harper will either stay in Washington or be a Philadelphia Philly, and I think it's all but a done deal that Machado will be a Chicago White Sox. I agree. I don't have really have much to add to that. I think that's exactly where both are going. I mean, Phil went, but the Philly owner said he was going to spend a stupid amount of money. Hasn't done it yet, and I don't think he's going to have to. I think Gabe said it correctly. He's not going to have to, have to spend a stupid amount of money. You know, two years ago, I was wondering if either Harper or Machado could get a half a billion dollars. They you thought know, they could. I, I thought they well, would. Harper and Jose Fernandez, may he rest in peace. Those Gabe. were the two that were targeting 500 mil, yeah. Gabe and George, I'll tell you, I think Harper... I, I, if I can get odds, I, I'd make a bet that he stays with Washington. They would get crushed. If he stays in Washington, they're going to get crushed in the luxury tax. Absolutely destroyed. Unless he takes a sweetheart deal, he's not going to. Yeah, but they get crushed by their, you know, they, they, they restore faith from their fans, though, right? So they get crushed. Yeah. You know, I don't think they met with him on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve. I mean, you meet with someone on Christmas Eve, it's pretty serious, right? I mean, obviously... They had a heart-to-heart that, listen, we don't want to see you go. Do you really want to go? And I think Harper, the fact that not, you know, not a million teams have, have kicked the door down for him, probably a little bit of a wake-up call. And you know, I, I would imagine this stuff's going to be decided, like, maybe in the next couple of days, but i got to believe by the end of next week. You have to think it's going to be by, I guess, well, the end of next week is pretty much the same. I was thinking by February. You know, spring training's going to start two weeks after that. To Harper, Machado, all these That's guys. That's rare, George, that a star player would sign two weeks before yeah. the season. I agree, but it's happening. happened last year, and it's happening again. I mean, uh, you said collusion. That's not even time to put the guy on your, like, your marketing plan. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I, I'm saying. Like, no, yeah, Bob, you're going to give a – don't think about it. Like, if you're the White Sox, you're giving him 300 mil. It's like, you better do it fast because I want to get jerseys made. I want to get him yeah. on the cover of the schedule. I want to get him – I want billboards up. Right? Like, it's the season's around the corner. Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, the team's going to want to sell sell that player any way they can to make up that money. But I think it's going to be a uh, It might be a little bit yet. All right. Uh, we'll keep kicking it with George. He's doing real well here. I didn't know this. I was unaware of this. But uh, I guess John Wetland hasn't been well for a couple of years. <laughs> Suicide attempts. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. 
and I was also unaware of the news of uh, Gavin Smith. Uh, as I just tweeted out, RIP oh. to a legendary gambler, yeah. Gavin Smith, uh, poker player. And, you know, in, in an era in which poker players became somewhat celebrities and stars, uh, very well known uh, poker player, very uh, loud guy, flamboyant uh, guy, uh, guy that liked to gamble. That's one thing. And, you know, you always hear these poker stories, poker players, that they bet on this and they bet on that. He did. But, um, yeah, no, he did. He was an aggressive uh, gambler. Uh, he once heckled me and Cam Stewart uh, on a live yeah. television broadcast. I remember Richard Garner, who was with us yesterday, told him, like, F off, Gavin. <laughs> like, in the middle of it. That was awesome. I actually wanted to punch him. I didn't know who yeah, he, he was. was. Yeah, I, was like, I knew who he was, guy? but he was, was pretty like, lippy. Who's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was wasted, right? You guys, you think you know, you think yeah, you're gambling. You think you, you hit winners, eh? Losers, you're hitting some winners. Like, I look over, who is this guy? Yeah, no. I it's like a big street party, like, George. It's like 20,000 yeah. people were on the stage. This network did this big anniversary show. Yeah. So it was actually like a monster show. It's like it on the street. Awesome. And, like, you know, me and Cam are standing there. Like, we're literally, like, live, like, on TV. And, and like, there's, it was sort of like, uh, it was like New Year's Eve or something in Times Square, except a little smaller, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it was, like, people all around us and people yelling and whatever. And some guy, like, you could hear him, like, while, like, he was almost distracting. He's like, you suck, Morency. <laughs> he goes, your picks suck. And he's like, you too, Cam. And, like, I look back, and I'm like, who the hell is this guy? So I told the guy, F off. Oh. Right? So... I was, like, pissed after. I, I went up, and, I, and Garner told me, I'm going to deal with this guy. And he goes, I know this guy. I'm going to deal with him. He's gone too far this time. And I'm like, oh, you know him? And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's Gavin Smith. And then people, you know, tell me, oh, yeah, he's a, he's a big-time poker player. Uh, I think he's from Toronto, right? Uh, he is. So he's big, Yeah, big-time poker player. So after he starts mouthing off at me, like, he gets in my face and stuff. So I, like, we're going back and forth. And um, then he challenged me to a wager. He basically That's said, right. like, his NFL picks versus my NFL picks, but for, like, $250,000. <laughs> and I was like, who the hell is this guy? I was like, you don't have 250000 Like, this guy, like, was all drunk. He wasn't dressed nice or anything. I'm like, oh, do you have another million? And someone told me, they're like, nah, he really he does. He does. He's got he does. <laughs> like, So then I was like, screw you. It's not even your money. You're funded. And he's the type of guy that I helped off so much to him and insulted him so much that he's, he hugged me after. He's like, oh, you're the best, Marenzi. And oh, you know. And then he was all cool after. He's one of those guys, right? But real partner. Now, listen, I'm not, I'm not going to yeah. pretend I was good friends with the guy. He heckled me. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the first time I met him. And I was on a TV show with him another time. So, you know, I got to know him a little bit, and I saw him in Vegas after. And one thing I'll say about him, we got to tip our cap. The guy was a hardcore gambler. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was. Poker oh, he player. Hard. Sports betting. Sports. This hey, guy would bet on, like, uh, two iguanas crossing the road. Like, you know, yeah, seriously. True. He'd, he'd, bet, he'd put ten dimes on it. The guy was hardcore and a hardcore partier as well. So, like, for people that live that sort of gambling and partying life, not a lot of people did it as hard as he did and as successful as he did. I mean, the guy was in all the big poker tournaments around the world. You know, Vegas, Macau, you name it. He's, he lived the dream. You know, it's unfortunately passed away. May he rest in peace.
Well, he said. enjoyed life. He, I, I enjoyed watching him in his poker tournaments. He was uh, entertaining, to say the least. So uh, and I had no idea he was old enough where uh, something like that could happen. But, uh, yes, best wishes to Gavin, Gavin Smith family as well. That night, yeah. uh, uh, George, we never told you about that. So Marenzi was uh, he was doing uh, night show. We were on the afternoon. Like things were like we we're the numbers were good. Like we were it was basically a New Year's Eve party with like you know Steve Harvey and all these other guys. But people he was telling us to f off. So we have a green room back there, and Jamal McGlure's there. You know, a former NBA player. He's now with the Raptors and the coaching staff, and we're drinking with the the Iron Sheiks there. Right. So a crown for the Sheiks. So me and Marenzi are drinking with the Sheik, and then he. He had too much, and he pissed his pants at that uh, party that we went to. It was quite a, quite a night. Right, Morency? Yeah. It the certainly sheik, uh, sounds like it. The Sheik, the sheik went hard. <laughs> oh, the sheik sheik went also hard. started pointing at his, no, his nose, and like he's yeah, like, hey, yeah. uh, right. no, sheik, you, get, no. you get the Sheik some cocaine. Cocaine. <laughs> We're like, right. crown royal enough, Sheik? sheik? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, the Iron <laughs> Sheik's managers guys came over. Yeah, they're like, don't please. encourage him. Don't encourage They're like, him. don't. Whatever you do, please don't. Don't give him any drugs. Like, don't get him <laughs> yeah, any drugs. Exactly. They're, like, they're like, he's really going to be a load to deal with if you do that. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> My boy Johnny Licker in Vegas, I told the story. He, he was with. He was on the, the radio comedy tour, the Howard Stern radio comedy tour. It wasn't Stern, but it was all like Stern's lackeys on, on like Artie Lang and everything on a comedy tour. And Johnny was like the sound guy or something. So long story short, they're in Indianapolis, and he got stuck with the Sheik, basically. So the Iron Sheik was there on the, at the show, like he was part of it type thing, and he it was his responsibility, like, to get the Sheik back to the airport. Like, basically, he partied with the Sheik, and he said, oh, yeah, I'll do it. Like, yeah, you know, it's the Iron Sheik. So he said they were kind of wasted and stuff, and it was like 6 in the morning, and they're in Indianapolis. <laughs> it's raining, and... The cops pull him over, and, like, my buddy's like, oh, shit, man. He's like, We're going, I'm going to jail in Indianapolis with the Iron Sheik. This like, what's my life? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He's like, what's, you know, I got to change my life, man, you know? And uh, the cops were such big fans of the Iron Sheik, they let him go. <laughs> wow. That's good, 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 good fortune. <laughs> it's the Iron Sheik, man. That's dodgeable. Guy's a big, yeah. The guy, guy's a big star, the Iron Sheik, you know? Yeah, the, oh, the Iron Sheik's a big star. All right, uh, so uh, NFL playoffs, uh, Kurtz. What's your take on the Final Four right now? Who do you who do you like? Who's playing in the Super Bowl? Listen, I had the uh, beginning of the year. I had the Rams and Patriots. I had no reason, no rhyme or reason for picking the Patriots. I'm just I'm just always picking the Patriots until someone defeats them. So I'm, I'm sticking with that. I'm going to stick with the Rams and the Pats. There, uh, I understand. Uh, I think Kansas City is the better team. I do. I mean, I think they're they're magic. I know the weather is supposed to be brutal this weekend in Kansas City, and I mean brutal. They're calling for possible Arctic record chill. low temperatures, right? Yeah. Arctic. Possible record low temperatures, man. Brr. So uh, we'll see how that <laughs> does here. But I I think that could play in the New England's hands as well. You know, I think uh, if, if Mahomes can't do the magic that he's used to doing here. Uh, but I do think Casey's the better team. I do. But I'm not picking against the Patriots. I'm not doing it. Uh, as for uh, the Dome... I don't think the Saints have played all that well now for four to six weeks, two months now. I think they're uh, maybe they were coasting at the end of the regular season. They didn't play all that great against Philadelphia. We're probably lucky. Not probably. They were lucky to beat them. If Alshon Jeffrey had to stick them, I mean, maybe Philadelphia's going to the, cha- uh, the championship game and not the Saints here. So I, I think the Rams, they may be the better team as well. Uh, they're hot. They're playing well. They're taking some of the load away from Jared Goff. I don't think they trust him all that much right now for whatever reason, but that run game now is the run game from hell. 
I think it makes it, them stronger, though. And you're right. I think yeah. I don't think there's a lack of trust with Goff, but and I don't think it's fair. People people are very critical of Jared Goff, overly critical, I find. But one thing with Goff is, guys, it's like his second year as a starter, essentially. Here, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not it's not like Jared Goff is some vet. It's like people expect, oh, Jared Goff, like you know, like he's going to lead them and he's going to do this and that. He's you know he's part of the team. But I think they're a more dangerous team now, like you said, George, with C.J. Anderson. It takes pressure off of Jared Goff. I think Goff just looks more comfortable now. You know, he just he seems to be a little bit more relaxed. I think with Goff, it's just yeah. about keeping him calm. I think he can exactly. get a little bit. He can get into a yeah. The thing about Goff is, you see, like, he gets when, a when little, he has a couple. He's streaky. He needs to just he's streaky. He just when he's on, it's sort of he great points. An excellent point I've noticed with Goff is, when he's on, he'll make six or seven good throws, and then he'll throw a horrible throw, but it just won't be one. It'll be a few in a row. Like, he does a lot of good things in spurts. He does bad things in spurts. Right. That's an excellent observation. When he's calm, he's fine. But sometimes you look in his eyes, he's got the deer in the headlights going on, and things get a little bit uh, scary for him, and he gets inaccurate. Guys, I find it interesting. Both games open at 57. Uh, Saints-Rams down 56 and a half there, Morency and George. And the other game, we expect the Arctic Burr, as George says. That one's 54 and a half. So, interesting. Both totals going down, guys. I'm going to take the other in the Rams game. Uh, right I think, uh, once again, I, I don't like the way the New Orleans offense is going right now. And I don't think the, I don't think the Rams are going to score 40 points on their own here. I don't think they're going to go over in that game. After the Kansas City game, I'm not touching it right now until I find out more about the weather because it's a lot of the weather reports from the Arctic blast, the possible ice, snow, and everything else going on there. So uh, I'll, I'll wait on that, but I kind of like the under there as well if I had to take it down. You know what's crazy is every time there's talk, like it was the same talk last week about the weather in Boston. No, oh, yeah, the Boston no. weather. Game no, me and you did fall for November. it this time, game, but this one, sailed I think, over it, it's cold. Like, like it's last it week, like in that area in Kansas City, cold in the Midwest. Like they're projecting for that area. Like I'm talking like Arctic cold, cold. Oh, no, it's chills. not. Cam. It's minus nine. Minus nine only. I thought they were talking like yeah. minus fifteen, minus sixteen. Minus no, no, nine? it's fifteen. Yeah. F- fifteen. Um, it's fifteen degrees, but it's uh, minus Fahrenheit. nine. Uh, Exactly. 15 Fahrenheit Celsius, right? Yep. Stupid oh my God. metric yeah, system. I got to do the conversion? Yeah, yeah. Plus well, you know, George, the rest of... 42 divided by 5, <laughs> whatever the hell it is. Yeah, the rest of the world's on the other system, you know? It's you like... know, George, the rest, it's just the United States that's not on board, right? Yeah. I do know that, yes. I, I, I hate to say it because they kind of knew that you wouldn't figure it out. <laughs> Listen, my, my wife is Filipino. She hates the fact that we do all the things we do. <laughs> All right, so she's oh, so she's on leaders and everything, right? So yeah, yeah she's a leader, leaders. yeah, like us. <laughs> she's been here long enough where she's converted, but she every now and then I can see it when she's trying to figure something out, when she's trying to measure something, she doesn't uh, doesn't quite get. <laughs> but hey, here. I prefer my booze and gallons over leaders, though, George. Better value. <laughs> that it is. <laughs> Yeah, so my you're so you're saying minus nine game. Yeah, it's cold. But what was the, what was the coldest yeah, game? Yeah, I'm was saying. The, what was the Green Bay game? But that, that what do they call it? The coldest game in in history. How cold was that game? Now, in my opinion, from I said on the morning show today, I believe that the coldest game ever was the Cincinnati Bengals Cincinnati, and the San, San Diego. Diego Chargers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that remember that cold. game, George? I do remember yeah. that game. I think as far as the games I've watched, that would be the game that I think was the coldest. That that game. You are right, cool. guys. The Freezer Bowl in 1981, the AFC Championship game, Chargers and Bengals. Yeah, that was that's the coldest game. Freezer Bowl. Yeah, wow. Now, uh, Don Coryell actually was the coach 
Um, Don, Don Coriel was the, the coach of San Diego. Or sorry, was that was it Dan Henning? Uh, so it was Coriel. So I had him on the show, actually. But it was funny. He told me the story about how um, when they were, the players told him, like, man, it's cold. They're coming from San Diego, right? So he said he really didn't know. He was in a hotel and stuff. So he said that they were going over, like, the bridge and, like, you know, the stadium there. And basically, <laughs> like, there was, like, steam. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, coming off the water and stuff. And he said, I can't be that bad. Look, yeah, like it's, you know, and they said, no, no, that's ice. Like, basically, like the, he had no concept of like what they were going into. And yeah, it was it was real cold. And you know what? The Charger offense was very inefficient. Like Dan Fouts could yeah. not move the ball that weather. It was just too cold. You, just, you, know, you see the temperature? Where I see they say here back in the, the so the temperature was minus nine Fahrenheit, minus 22.8 Celsius. But with the wind chill factoring in at 27 miles an hour, 43 kilometers an hour, Jesus. it became, you know, listen to this one. It became minus 37 Fahrenheit or minus 38.3, but calculated as in today's minus 59 Fahrenheit or 50.6 Celsius. That's Arctic. Like I used to live in the place like it was minus 40. Like you freeze to death, man. That's crazy. In Cincinnati, it got that cold. No, you're right, Marenzi. This game's not Poor even chargers, close huh? to that. Yeah. Even back then, they make it to the AFC Conference Championship, <laughs> cold. Game, and it's got to be minus 59. Hey, the playoffs <laughs> are in cold weather times, Gabe. Yeah, they got to get used to it. And then the next Figure year, the, uh, sorry, the next week, the uh, San Francisco beat Cincinnati in the Super Bowl. Ken Anderson That's was right. the quarterback. Chris Great Collinsworth game. was like a rookie. Yeah. Um, I, believe I, I might remember this, guys. I'm a Cowboy fan. You know, it's the catch. But keep, feel free to keep bringing this up. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and it was a big comeback against Detroit, too, uh, in Detroit. Pontiac Silverdome. Pontiac Silverdome. That's where that uh, that Super Bowl was. Sorry, sorry. Only, only uh, game I ever cried about. What, the, the catch? The catch, yeah. But yeah. You know, people forget, what people forget about the catch, though, is that that didn't end the game. All right, Dallas got the ball back with, like, 50 seconds left. And on the first play, Danny White hit Drew Pearson over the middle. And Drew Pearson was gone, but he got, the guy literally made a shoestring tackle. And But Dallas had the ball at the 50. Fumbled snap and the Dallas's comeback attempt. They were getting in field goal range. Really? Uh, yeah, you know, it's funny. Whenever there's those those, those big plays, you, you never really the rest remember of what happened things. after. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no one yeah it was great, that. great, great Ooh. error. And, of course, yeah, well, as a Cowboy fan, too, there was the drop in the end zone. I remember when I was oh, a kid. Oh, Jackie uh, well, Smith. Bless yeah, his heart. He must that. be the sickest man in America. Yeah, da, da, da. This is fun, that guys. Is Anything else you want to get on me about? I mean, hey. <laughs> I, well, I've Jerry cried Jones has a $250 million yacht. <laughs> oh, please. I mean, they've got to keep the coaching staff, and it's just like, you know, what, what's the old saying about uh, failure to uh, recognize history? Those who uh, don't recognize You're history repeat it. repeat it over and over again. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't the get The definition it. of insanity is doing the same thing, expecting thing different results. Yep. Right, George? And that's pretty much yeah. what Jerry Jones is, right? Insane. I know, and that, that's sort of the negative. You know, it's funny, though. You've seen Houston. doesn't look like Houston's going to do it and fire O'Brien, even though they lost. I respect Tennessee's brass that they did it. They had balls that they were like, listen, Marky just won a playoff game even, but we don't want him to be the coach. He's holding it back, in our yep. opinion. Right? And, you know, Garrett, you know, you saw Jones said, oh, Garrett would have five offers immediately. No, he wouldn't. 
he wouldn't have five head coaching offers immediately. That's that's just delusional. Like Jerry, it's delusional if he thinks that. But to me, Scott Linehan needs to go. I'd bring in a more creative offensive coordinator. That's what I would do personally. Garrett Garrett's the good guy for the team because basically Jerry's the coach of the team. Garrett's just the mouthpiece. You know, Jerry's the president, and Garrett's Mike Pence. You know what I mean? He's he's the VP. And <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, Pence. Hey, Pence. Pony up and get hey, those Pence. kids some burgers right away, Don. <laughs> hey, Pence, go get some filet fishes <laughs> Exactly. Pony up, Pence. All right. It's Islanders blue, Blues tonight. Oh. What's your prediction? Islanders George? tonight, George. What are we doing? What are we doing? That kid for the Blues is hot. But Bennington, man, he's... This guy's been outstanding. He's going to take over that starting job if Allen doesn't get his head on straight here. Well, that's why Allen played good last night. He knows. It's close. And this is strange because the, uh, this is the third time the Islanders will play the Blues in about the past 10 days. I think they split so far. Islanders did not look good against the Blues last time. I'm still going the Islanders tonight. Me too. George Kurtz, thanks for joining us and powering through the sickness, thanks, George. George. Great stuff. Anytime, guys. You'd be good. George Kurtz. Fantasy Sports Radio Network will uh, jump into level two. A lot of stuff going on out there, so we'll hit it all. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. Doing a great job, Yang, yet uh, yeah. Yeah, little slippage there. Promo's a big yeah, promo. Not, yeah. not promo worthy. You gotta gas. Not that up one. to par. Not up to par, Yang. <laughs> What'd you say, Cam? That's just us having a conversation. Yeah, that's having a conversation. I was yeah, I was basically saying the playoff game sucked, but not promo worthy, Morenci. Not uh yeah. not legendary. And the punchline was me going, yeah, I can't disagree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on, Yang. Not our best not our best promo. We love you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. We love you, Yang. Yeah, yeah. Promo's been fired. Promo. From the Heisman guys, yeah, they have been great. They've been great. Promo's been fired, but Yang's put a lot of work into, like, making sure, like, if you notice, the board's been running smooth. Yeah, um, yeah the, uh, the playlists are, you know, sharp. Every, every, you know, the Yang's getting everything into play, so. Sharp. And, and you know, there's the little, the, 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 the promo fell between the cracks, basically. Yeah, it we're happens. We're going to get it together. Don't worry. I'm going I'm to ace this. Yeah, we're yeah. going to run a perfect, <laughs> perfect game every time. There's nothing really, nothing. You know what? There's so far, I'd say the promo is uh, our Gavin Smith story. Legendary poker player heckling us. That, that's yeah, that's a yeah, good little uh, promo yeah. right there. I would agree with. I'll, I'll agree. I'll concur. I agree with that. But we'll see. We'll see. The, you know, there's still uh, still like two hours left in the show, so we'll see. Maybe something True. else will be promo worthy. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll, we'll just try. take Cam's live reads and put in a promo. <laughs> like this one. 
Yeah. If you like to wager on sports or never have, but would like to try, head over to our friends at BetDSI. They have wagering options for almost any sport you can think of, including sides, totals, and player props. And you can utilize your daily fantasy skills without salary cap constraints. You can even wager on esports, politics, and reality TV, or get an edge with live betting at BetDSI, where you can vir- virtually wager on any game during a contest, capitalizing on in-game circumstances. So many ways to make money. Use the promo code FNTSY101 when signing up and get a 100% bonus deposit match. That's right, 100%. Head over to BetDSI. That's promo code FNTSY101 and get your 100% bonus match, Gabe. Back to you. Uh, more, um, more breaking news from the National Football League. Greg uh-huh. Williams. Greg Williams has uh, just signed to become the new defensive coordinator of the New York Football Jets. Like that. That's good. Not a bad hire. So That's Adam a good Gase. hire. That's a good hire. After, after Adam Gase's um, bizarro world press conference yesterday in which his eyes were bulging out of his head. <laughs> <laughs> he does look they scary. Followed up, they followed up with uh, Greg Williams. Greg Williams is a better. <coughs> he's a better coordinator than coach. Yeah, bless you. Yeah, I know. He he's much better as a coordinator than a coach. You know that. He's very very good as a defensive coordinator. I love the hire. I think he'll I'll be good. And the Jets too. They they can improve that defense real quick. Like I I like it. I like it a lot. The Browns had some good young players on that team. He did a pretty decent job. I think he'll do a good job in New York. I think that's a fine hire. Uh, the Washington Redskins. Uh, we're in talks with Greg Williams to become their DC, but uh, he uh, goes to the Jets uh, instead. Um, you know, we'll see. Adam Gase, like yeah, I, that's the one thing with Adam Gase that I've I've talked about over the years with him, and I've, I was pretty bang on with him, in which I stated Gase knows football. You know, no one, no one questions that he knows football. But as we saw, as as we saw yesterday in the press conference, he's an awkward person. Yes, he is. Right? He's, he's awkward. And honestly, how the hell is a guy whose eyes are bulging out of his head and his neck is twitching around and, and he's freaking out and getting nervous? It's hard for a guy like that to walk into a room with 53 dudes, young dudes that are sort of. Also, you know, New York. You live there now. Like, you want to talk about media? It's not like uh, you're going into Nashville Dude, or anything he was like twitching that. Out yesterday <laughs> at the press yeah. conference. Exactly. That's the thing. Like, when you're somebody that covers them in Miami. Was uh, said something about it because he, he got calls and people are like, "What's the deal with Gase and like his face and his twitch and what's going on?" And basically, he said, "No." He said, "Gase is actually very normal. He doesn't usually do things like that." He said he was nervous yesterday, so Gase is all nervous at the press conference. I don't know, man. Like the the coach, there's something about New York press conferences that freak these coaches out for some reason. Like uh, McAdoo was the best. Like McAdoo. Put like the gel in his hair and got all slick and stuff. <laughs> he looked like a mechanic. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Hot date. Hey, I just got to give a, a loop job over here, and I'll, yeah, I'll meet you at the bar. Like, like people would ask McAdoo questions, and he'd be like a long pause. He'd be like, "Do I have confidence in Eli Manning?" And he'd sort of, and he'd have this weird look, and he'd pause, and he'd come back. Of course I do. And it was just so he was just so bad at it. And Shermer's even worse. The new coach of the Giants, his press conferences, he says like uh, he says like bull dingy. That's just yeah, bull dingy. Yeah. That's gosh darn it! Yeah. Yeah, he like yeah, gosh yeah. darn it! And 
Yeah, the country you know, basically angle. doesn't work yeah. doesn't fly in New York. No, it doesn't. Dodgy shucks and people yeah. are like, "Are you kidding me? It's 2018. You're in the <laughs> Meadowlands here, and you're you're this is your press conference. That's bull dingy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, it's it's. And then they had Todd Bowles, who didn't talk. Yeah, no, he yeah he just Todd Bowles just mumbled. So, coach, what went wrong? Well, it's, you know, it's the defense, third down. It's like he just, you know, we're going to do our best. Right. That's all he say. He say after, we're going to do our best to address uh, this moving forward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, any other questions? It's like, yeah, dude, you just, didn't answer anything. Like, you just uh, mumbled just for like the last you want to rip your days. head off. No, he just looked oh, yeah, angry. He didn't say anything, anything right? Like, <laughs> like, the last guy, like, really was, like, Rex Ryan. But Rex Ryan was like more. He, he could handle a press conference when he was a judge. Yeah, well, Tom Coughlin was just. Tom Coughlin was a nut job. But I'm saying from an entertainment standpoint, yeah. Rex Ryan got it. And Rex Ryan was smart. You know, what's the thing with Rex? Rex knows. Rex knows that if he jokes at the press conferences and he's nice to the media, they'll give him more. I'm going to rip him as hard. Such a exactly. Coach. He's an it's, average coach. It's a. It's a Great He's strategy. He's an 8 coach. That's true. He really is. That's a great strategy. You go in there like Matt Patricia, and, like, you're an asshole, and you're like, hey, why well, your posture? And I, you know, I don't like, you know, I don't like yeah, the way you dress in the you. media. And, yeah, and you just, you're the jerk. Then the media is going to get on you. Like, the media is going to be all over Patricia next year in Detroit. You know, they were they gave him a chance one year. He was a jerk. Now they'll get him. Like, you, you know, there's a saying in, in like, politics, never start a uh, war with the media. They never run out of ink. You know what I mean? Like, so that's the thing. They write every day. So eventually, they're going to get you. And similar situation, but when you're Rex Ryan, it's like, yeah, you know what? The team's kind of struggling, but Rex is pretty cool. I went out for beers with him. You know what I mean? You're not going to – Rex sort of buys currency with the joking, right? It's it's subliminal. Because it's funny because his father was 1,000% the opposite, if you remember. Buddy Ryan was a big jerk, man. Like oh, he didn't yeah, want to kill everyone. I know. Exactly. Like someone asked, like, "Yeah, what, what's you your game plan? You. What's in your business? It's none of your business. Why would I tell you?" Right? Like that's the way Buddy Ryan was. Like, Buddy, so right. Buddy was like not like you know it's just a, the total opposite of what uh, what Rex is. Even in the New York media, just from a hockey perspective, when I was covering, I remember that's why Tortorella. Tortorella was nuts, right? Like. He hated every, like everything was like anger or whatever. And then him and Brooks, he get in a war. See you later, torts. You're off to Columbus. Like, that's the thing about New York media. Like, you know what I mean? These guys are there. They're going to pound you with questions. There has to be a balance. You said an excellent point between laughing and joking instead of like, you can't be total rage or you can't be just a, a clown. There has to be like, it's kind of like a balancing act, right? You got to give answers, crack a couple jokes. Like, you got to play the game too. And a lot of people can't play that game. I'm going to tell you, I've never understood that. I've never, I've never understood the whole being scared of the media crap in certain markets. I know. It's ridiculous. Like, honestly, like, I wouldn't give a crap. If I was a coach, like, I wouldn't be intimidated just because some jack-off works for the New York Post. You know what I mean? I know. Like, you should own coaching. him, right? Yeah, no, exactly. I, I, like, I put the fear into them. Like, I do. See, like, Bella, like Belichick, Saban. They suffocate the room. They're like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm going to be the guy that's going to scare you. <laughs> it's not the other way around, right? So, so true. It's the same thing, like, in Montreal. Oh, the pressure, the pressure of the media. Mm. It's like, whatever, man. So there's a bunch of microphones and a bunch of kids that are making 10 bucks an hour around you. 
you know, you've been in there. Like when you see I these mass been. media things, it's not like they're all like it's not like Mike Tyson's about to get you. You know what I mean? It's a bunch well, of other things and stuff yeah. holding microphones. It doesn't matter. It's just a scrum. <laughs> like, That's so important. The funny thing is, you're right. They let sixty guys in the room, but only like five of them are like legitimate journalists. In Montreal, they hand out uh, they hand out media credentials exactly. like poutine to every guy who's covering the team. They got the Filipino beat writer here. They got this the Japanese guy here. They got the guy from the the dance club here. Like yeah, but it's only just crazy. Like the local radio guy. That's the thing. The, the guys from the real networks get the questions, but there's a million mics in the scrum. It's actually frustrating when you work for like a station and you know this game covering the game, and you're looking, and half of these guys aren't even doing like they're not the finding Canadians, the story. They're not doing anything. The Canadians aren't. Uh, the Canadians are very tight with press passes. They're not. Some teams, some teams want the coverage. The Canadians don't. Like they don't. They don't encourage it. Like they don't. Um, they're they're pretty uptight. You you have to get in their little circle. Like they're not big on the fringe stuff. Like you know what I mean. Like Mick Ossie could show up tomorrow at a Panther game. They're gonna give him a press pass. Hey, I'm Mick Ossie. I want to show the sure. video. <laughs> They're going to give him a press hi, pass. Hi, you know hi, what I'm saying? hi, hi, Luongo. Mick shows hi, up to the Bell Center. They're going to tell him the box <laughs> office is over there, right? They'll be like, there's the box office. Go buy a ticket. <laughs> like, you know? Oh, he's just trying to, me and Gallagher got a one-on-one here. Yeah, it's just, yeah, they're like, oh, really? We're, we're, we're going to play that? You're right. They went, the Leafs are the exact same way. Like, I remember I was doing, like, a joke piece with, like, Joffrey Lupel. The media guy, like, says, you're done. Like, you can't do that here. Like, it's a place of business. I'm like, well, we're having a good chat. I don't care. That's the thing. Those organizations are so ego, egotistical, though. They don't even know if you're working or not. They're just like, beat it. If they don't like it and you're not calm, <laughs> yeah. it's like, get out of the room. You know I'm right, yeah, man. Dave, you covered that you're stuff. <laughs> your story of Scotty Bowman's hilarious. <laughs> oh, Scotty Bowman. In the hey, room yeah, he, he you can oh, see yeah. Scotty Bowman talking about you, like pointing at you. Like, oh, yeah. My camera guy. guy my why, camera why guy? is this guy my in camera. our room? <laughs> my camera guy didn't know anything about sports either. He's like, why don't we just go over there and threaten him? I go, it's Scotty Bowman. He's like, oh, this guy who he thinks he is. I go, well, he's kind of one of the biggest like hockey guys in like, history. And I hear Scotty Bowman, get this guy out of the arena. What the hell is he doing talking? To... I was having a conversation with Brian. Because Campbell, he didn't like you were joking, like, right? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, Scotty Bowman wants and, the standard uh, hockey yeah. question to get yes. the hell out. He doesn't want a piece. Yes. <laughs> when he heard, when he heard, and, and and the other guy was from my hometown, right? You know, when when Chris Campoli played there, like we knew each other. Like I see him at the rink. I used to referee like tight games. Scotty Bowman gave he gave me cut eye like nobody ever seen my camera guys. Like who the hell is this guy? And I go just. Let's not start a fight with Scotty Bowman. Like, Scotty Bowman, every time I saw him after that, and the Blackhawks went far that year, too. So I saw him every round. It was really uncomfortable. And then Jonathan Hayes and those guys are like, sure, you can go to the buffet. And then I, I got a plate of food, and who do I see? Scotty Bowman again. He's like, kill me. I'm like, oh, my God. I can't, I can't shake this guy. The Canadians <laughs> used to call me and ask me. I, like, I'd have a player on once in a while. The yeah. call, how did you get, where, what, did, what did you do? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, I was harassing him. I was like, look, I saw him in the, in the hallway, and I asked him if he'd come on the show. And they're like, never do that. you got to go through us. Yeah, go through like, us. Say yeah, no. I'd say you'd say no. You wouldn't even, like, you know. They never did anything for me. I told you, man, my buddy worked for Fox, and Fox had the All-Star game. And Fox said, listen, we just want, like, five-minute little piece on Jose Theodore. And basically, it was how do you feel to be an all star? It was real, yeah, like puff piece, easy stuff. Softballs, so, man. Like, not yeah, He told softball. the Canadians, 
He did like proper, like he went to the PR guy and he goes, listen, yeah. I got to go to Jose Theodore's locker and I got to talk to him for five minutes for Fox. And the Canadians got all suspicious. They're like, well, why does Fox yeah. want to talk to Jose Theodore? I don't know. And the guy's like, I don't think so. He's like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> and Buddy's like, listen, I'm getting paid. It's my job. Like, I kind of got to yeah. do this. Yeah. Like, and he's like, this is insane. You know what I mean? And he's like, no, we don't. We don't. He goes, we only do. Uh, we don't. Why would we do Fox? Like, basically, yeah. they're like, it makes no sense for us to do a Fox interview. So, uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. so, yeah, my buddy had to go up to Theodore and tell him. He said, listen, uh, Fox wanted to do a feature, but it wasn't just Fox. It was like Fox. Like, it was a big deal. It's national yeah, they were huge. Exactly. Yeah, so it was like, they, they, but the thing is, they had the rights to the, they had the, rights to the NHL. Yeah, the All-Star game back then. Like, oh, <laughs> we, yeah, yeah. It was like, even then, the Canadians were like, no. Right? So, <laughs> Canadians were like, no. So he told Jose Theodore, and Jose Theodore got all excited. He's like, oh, Fox. Yeah. Oh, he great. cleaned his locker up and everything. He made it look better. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's Jose was like, yeah, yeah, let's just do it. And the, the look they gave him on the way out after, like, basically, oh, yeah. he was in the penalty yeah, yeah, box for, like, a month because he bypassed them. He went right to Theodore's <laughs> locker, right? That's me and Scotty Bowman. Yeah, I had to talk to the PR guy. I'm like, listen, man, like, I, I, you're, you're, that was what Blackhawks, they won the Stanley Cup that year, too. I go, I'm going to be around a lot. Like, every round. I'm That's why we always so say, Kevin. He was really Hockey nice. players are really the biggest nice. pussies. When it comes to media, they're the biggest pussies. Yeah, like, they, they are, are the most protected. You can't get to them. Like no, you, you can't, can't just go up to Sidney Crosby. Like, they'll they'll say, get away. <laughs> like, basically. Oh, I told like, you. you can only it wasn't just Scotty right? Bowman. Two people. Two people. And they're the biggest names in hockey history. Mario Lemieux gave me cut eye. I was talking to Gary Roberts about his nutritional shakes. It was going great. Brandon Morrow was there. Even Crosby laughed. And so, I look at Mario Lemieux. He looked like he wanted to put, a, like, a knife through my, the back of my head. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, he was pissed. And I was interviewing one another guy. He's on bike. That's what they do at the end of the game. I'm like, why is this guy mad at me? I'm just, Renzi, we're just doing our most job. Most hockey guys like you for the most it. part. But. Well, because I'm, I'm not trying to, like, tell, I don't care what you do. They, you know, you got a girlfriend on the side. I don't care. I just want to. I just want to have some fun, get a story, and have fun. But the, the the old hockey guys, it's like, yeah, like you you piss you you go through me, you go through my media guy. Well, you tell me no all the time. What what am I gonna do? Am I not gonna get a job? Am I not gonna get tape? I got a job to do. You got to figure That's it out. That's what's good about Major League Baseball. That's they one talk. cool thing. They're, they have the best access. There's no yeah. um, like you know you you know the star player might not be at the stall all day. But essentially, there's no protection. Like, if you have a pass, you're allowed in the clubhouse. And those guys are just sitting in the clubhouse, right? So, you know, you can just go directly up to a player and say, and start asking questions. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Jello Beats, holla at me. Chris Jones. I know. Saskatchewan Rough Rider head coach just got hired by the Cleveland Browns. 
crazy. What's his title? Let's see. His, yeah, his, uh, he's obviously not the defensive core. He's got to be defensive, like what? Like help? Like he's got to be like on staff with something. Yeah, like what is his official position? That's what I'd like to know. Let's see. Well, why do I? Why does TSN say the Bears? <laughs> really? <laughs> good job, TSN. Good job, guys. I swear to God, look. Bears hire Rough Riders head coach Jones. Great headline they have. Bears hire Rough Riders head coach Jones. Jones. Thanks. <laughs> Who's on the line? Mike Smith. Yeah, like Jones. Like how many Joneses are out there? It's a good call. Good call. Leaving Rough Riders for job. NFL opportunity. Yeah, the Cleveland okay, Browns. Let's see here. All it says is he's going to be a defensive, de- defensive assistant. Yes, exactly. Yep, that's exactly what I, yeah, that's all I say. Is I heard be part of the staff. I heard last week, Cam, his name was hot in NFL circles. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, like, really? like, like, is this what it's like? You and I basically could, like, get into the coaching game and get a job. I mean, no, no. Exactly. Chris Jones. The guy's an idiot. Like, he's not even, like, a good coach in the CFL. Like, he thinks he is. Like, this is a con job. Like, I don't know, like, how Chris Jones has talked people in. Because he thinks, no, like, Chris he Jones, gets, is, he thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. He's got that attitude. Like, hey, I'm, you know. Yeah, and it he, works, right? It's confidence. Hey, well, it's true. Apparently, you just sort yeah, of, it is. It, you spew bullshit if you believe it, right? Other people yeah. believe it. We're talking about a guy it, that turned the best wide receiver in the CFL into a defensive back. Just <laughs> bat him off the team. <laughs> Excellent point. It's such a good point. No, I don't like no idiot. Then he got, then they told him, then they told Deron Carter, you're going to play linebacker this week. Backer. He's like, are you kidding me? He's built like me. He's built like me. He's a skinny dude. Like, you know what I mean? My like, dad is Chris linebacker. Carter. My dad is Chris Carter. I catch and then, ball. And then finally Deron Carter told him to go F himself. He's like, man, yep. just, just release me, man. Like, this is... Yeah, exactly. Well, he actually yeah, started... Now, 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 now he's on the Argos. Argos. Yeah, Carter went to the Argos. That, and that, that's how bad that experiment was. He actually ruined that's that a, guy. Like, it's Deron, crazy. Yeah, Deron Carter is a head case, but still, I mean... But still, he's Jones is an idiot. Jump. Yeah, it's I like agree. taking Jerry... It's like taking uh, Randy Moss. I, I don't know, like, I'm not saying that Deron Carter is Randy Moss, but it's like taking one of the top wide receivers in the league who's like this skinny wide receiver guy, and telling him, all right, you've never played DB in your life, but no. we're a little You're short of DB, so we're going to put you at DB. <laughs> You're really And then inevitably runner. he got burnt and torched, right? Oh, so, he was horrible. He was horrible. Oh, yeah, it was, like, I, oh, yeah, the best thing he could awful. do, Cam, was a pass interference. Like that was like oh, when it was – like there were a few times where he just tackled the guy, right? Oh, yeah, he like, just dragged him down. Great. He's like, I don't know what – I don't yeah. know if he's – is it a slant? Is it a post? Like what is going on? Like, yeah, like he knew no, nothing about – it's funny because he's yeah, a receiver. It was best. Then they, they upped it. Burned. They upped it. They're like, yeah, this week they're working him out at linebacker. <laughs> and I'm thinking, the guy's an idiot. He's never handled his quarterbacks well. And yeah. I, I, you know, I got to be honest, Cam. This is not a good look for the Cleveland Browns. Like all, all the love no. for the Cleveland Browns. I like the other. Going, I like the other moves, but yeah, I don't like, this like really, you're no, at, no. what are you adding Chris Jones to your staff for? What's he going to yeah. be able to do? It's a great. You know what? You bring up so many excellent points. It's like I want to dust off my resume, Gabe. We should go uh, job hunting in the professional ranks. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> it's crazy. You know it's who the, you, you know who the Green Bay Packers just hired as their offensive coordinator? 
Who? Nate Hackett. Oh, yeah, Nate Hackett. Yeah, Nathaniel Hackett. Wow. It's amazing, man. Yeah, What's your part of that Nate. NFL for – No, know what it is? Nathaniel Hackett? What's your part of that NFL yeah, yeah, for Nathaniel makes sure I make him sound out. older and smarter. Okay. You like Nate. Not so great Nate, Hackett. Nate, Nate Hackett was the offensive coordinator at Syracuse. He came into the NFL with Marone. He's Marone's guy. He was yes, one of the worst offensive coordinators guy. in the history of football with the Buffalo Bills. Somehow Marone brought him along to Jacksonville. Uh, he became the offensive coordinator of Jacksonville. It's, you know, like, really. So think about that. The last two offenses this guy has, has run, the Buffalo Bills and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Two of the worst offenses he, going. He, he get, yeah, two of the worst offenses in the league. And now he gets the keys to Aaron Rodgers and the Packers offense. Like, dear God, man. Like, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, like, this is worse yeah. than McCarthy. Yeah, be careful what you wish for there, Aaron Rodgers. Hey, State Farm. Matt you, LaFleur. You, 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 run McCarthy out, you, you run McCarthy out of town? Well, you know what? The grass isn't always greener on the other side. I bet he's wishing McCarthy would come back. I don't like those I think Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is, like, older than LaFleur is. Yeah. Like, to be honest LaFleur's with you, Gabe. Uh, or something. Aaron Rodgers gets a free pass, in my opinion. Um, part of the reason uh, this year, it, it, some of it's on him. He had open receivers a lot of the time. This was, it was not. Uh, he he didn't do very he well a, a, lot of, a lot of the season. He did have a bad year, so that's the thing, you know. So next year we'll see we'll see what happens. But it, for Aaron Rodgers, his standard it was awful this year. It was way below standards. And I got to be honest with you, stop doing commercials and play more football. The guy's in, and not just yeah, he's not just I doing agree. State Farm. He's he's doing bows. He's doing this and that. The guy like I see more Aaron Rodgers. I'm watching the NFL Network. The guy's on more than the stupid chick from progressive like it's ridiculous it, him, uh, and, him and Flo, like get peasant uh flow um <laughs> I'm, I'm just crossing my car my quads yeah that's just that commercial where she plays her sister and everything it puts me in orbit like i can't deal with that those commercials from progressive like i lose my mind that's why i like geico geico they know what they're doing with the 20 minute workout chicks and going back in time like they they really figured she's it out she's actually kind of cute in real life though flow <laughs> Yeah, she's annoying. not as annoying. No, she's annoying. Sorry, Gabe. I, I usually uh, agree. She I, is. I like a, she is annoying. One, but, uh, no, I, I know she is down. annoying. Flow, Flo's annoying. The whole the whole campaign's <laughs> annoying. Yes, but, it is. Um, but um, <laughs> Jones. She doesn't. She doesn't like. She doesn't like. Uh, it's a look. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't look like Flo. Like, oh, okay. you know, if you do, yeah. once you know it's her, you, you can say, yeah, I guess it's her. But she doesn't, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they, yeah she, she doesn't look like a hipster. Way, cake she doesn't look like on. a hipster yeah. with the bangs who's she's doing much, the progressive. Yeah, act. she's not as yes. annoying in real life. Like, I saw an I interview could, with I could, her in real well, life. I agree with that. I, I, yeah, the thing I, I is, though, mm-hmm. she lays low, if you notice. Like, you low. don't really see, hey, there's a low girl. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, no, like, basically, like, she's in character. I don't think yeah. they want her out of character too much, but TMZ got her like on the street somewhere. Yeah, they were like, "You're Flo, aren't you?" And she really, she was like, "Yeah, yeah." Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, but she was actually pretty funny about it and stuff. Cool. She basically stated she doesn't like to tell people because she knows that everyone hates her. Yeah. Well, it's not even her fault. It's the mass. Once you're on that ma- that much on that many channels and and for so many campaigns, it's hard. Like it's hard on her. That's the thing, man. You make a lot of I money think, doing no, that me stuff. Personally, but you alienate people. I think I mean, you know, I was impressed. Look, like when uh, there's the family one around a campfire, she plays all the she's everyone. 
Oh, I know. I know. She does good with that. The, the, the one with her sister really drives me nuts where mom said you bought a house and her sister's in like some like, you know, tight ass yeah, pants. She's riding on a, bike. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, yeah. like, ah, that's the you're ruining my do. workout. Yeah, I'd sleep with her. my workout. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I, I'm not going to. That sounds that. like a poll question. Would you sleep with uh, Flo from Progressive? I, I would have you know to. You know who I don't the like? The answer would be yes. The answer would be yes yeah. for most uh, guys. You know who I there. don't like? You met her at a bar? Is yeah. uh, that dude in the, in the guy in those commercials, Jamie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jamie's the worst. Yeah, the, the, the guy who looks guy? like, yeah. Yeah, the real, like, guy with a lot of flair. Hey, everybody, I'm Jamie. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, no, trust me. He's that. He, that's actually funny you say that. He's more annoying than her. I, I oh, that, that campaign, I, he's the worst. He is the worst employee. Like, if I'm in charge of progressive, like Jamie's in the office and say, you know what, Jamie, we're not doing you in the campaign anymore. It's over. Like you're, you're out of the team. Like bring somebody else in there. It's not working. It's just not working. Poll question. Yeah. Yeah. You're, I'm with you. That guy drives me nuts. You sleep with flow from progressive with flow <laughs> from progressive. Of you never know what our poll question is going to be. I know. Excellent topic. <laughs> I'm going to see if I get a. Uh, I'm going to do a gif of her. Yeah. Okay. Oh, here she is. Yeah. We have time to take a call. Uh, hey, uh, Yang is Julio. Oh, yeah, we have Julio. Huh? Yeah, yeah. We got Julio. Julio? My bad. What yeah, up, no, Julio? Okay. I know you're, you're working. Hey, Julio, what's happening, buddy? Uh, I'm recovering from uh, laughing out loud. You know, I'm, I spend a whole lot of time in my car going from one gig to another to another, and that Jamie from Progressive, those radio ads, I, it makes me want to take a, a, a baseball bat and smash the freaking car radio. It's, they're the worst. The one that the he does, is, have you Julio? Ever progressive. No, they're too expensive. They're too expensive for me. I need a lower-grade insurance. They're, they're in the big leagues, man. I, I, I can't afford that. I'll tell you, State Farm suck. Yeah, well, yeah that's the yeah, only yeah, company yeah. I've ever dealt with, and they—they that's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. yeah State Farm blows. T-Bone hey, uh, deals with a lot of insurance companies, and uh, so he—he he knows the he good says, ones. He said Geico was all right. Geico actually—they sent him. A I like Geico. I like the yeah, rides too. They're the they're, they're, the they're, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Yeah, see, Julio's uh, big card, big card Julio's with Geico and the Cavemen. That's good, 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 yeah, good move. Thank you. <laughs> what uh, do you got Dave, for us, Julio? Good, good, good call on the Kings last night. I I had uh, Portland and uh, uh, they're on my list. I'm not I'm not fond on uh, Portland coming down the stretch. Too many miss. They had an opportunity to to close that game out. I know they were down by ten, but. Uh, Kudos to the Kings. I, I like them. Good young team. They're going to – if they could squeak to the playoffs, they, I wouldn't say win a series, but uh, they're looking pretty damn good out in the uh, capital of California. And, Cam, uh, boy, uh, what happened to those Sabres last night? The over one and a yeah, half. Yeah, I, like, I originally, really well I originally liked Edmonton. Now, here's, a, here's, yeah. a, here's, a, here's a tip in life, eh, Julio? Don't change your initial, initial thoughts. My instinct was right. What a horrible pick. Oh, no, I'll tell you something. The Sabres got a problem. Um, it's not all Hutton's problem. They got a really bad back end. Um, Scandella has been awful. Like they're actually talking, like they're going to sit some of their guys and bring up rookies. And like the Sabre fans are pissed that they keep on playing these like guys or they're mailing it in. And Gabe, if you saw the Toronto game last night, and to you, Julio, Jake Gardner, one of the longest standing uh, Leafs got booed off the ice last night. Uh, it's a real problem. Like people are calling for their heads. So, uh, shit, hit, yeah, shit hit the fan last night. It, it, it got real. Yeah, I had the lead last night, but hey, kudos to Pittsburgh. 
Nice job by those hands. That was huge. That was, that was huge. huge. That was the, I, I needed. I, yeah, I took. Yeah, <laughs> same here. Same here. All right, I, I'm going with the big card tonight, and I, I'm shame be do, shame be don't. But of I'm going with big card. Here, big card, uh, Julio. <laughs> it's your name. Yeah, hockey, hockey tonight. I'm going on the uh, one and a half goal train once again. Uh, the Joe Osborne at covers uh, put up some updated numbers, so Tampa Bay looks pretty nice. Uh, Tampa Bay this year. I, I had the stats. Uh, uh, well, anywho, Tampa Bay, Dallas, instead of the uh, over uh, – yeah, I'm doing over one and a half goals in that one. Pittsburgh, San Jose, instead of the price was one, minus 190, I'm doing goal in the first 10 minutes. Yes, please. Taking that one in Pens, Sharks. Columbus, New Jersey, over one and a half first period in that one. And, again, Stars, Lightning, one and a half goals first period. I'm doing some parlays mixed with the uh, Australian Open. Uh, it was nice watching some tennis last night to close out the evening. Buffalo, Kentucky, Nevada, Novak Djokovic, Sloan Stevens, five-team Moneyline parlay tonight. I'm doing uh, Central Michigan. There's something weird about these lines. I've seen Central Michigan and Northern Illinois. I called both both games this year. I'm more impressed with Central Michigan. I know they're they're scoring on the road dips a little bit, but Central Michigan money line plus 195. I'm taking that. Arkansas, Tennessee could be the game of the night. Arkansas, 80 points on the road this year. They give up about 71 points. It's the first time they're double-digit dogs this year. Tennessee is 9-0 and this year, undefeated, 85 points at home. But they're only 3-4 and against the spread. I think at last check it was like at 15 points. Tennessee not good with double digit spreads this year. They're just two, three, and one against a thirteen point five or higher spread this year. Those wins are Georgia, Tennessee Tech, Samford. The losses it's Georgia, Tennessee Tech, Samford, Texas A and M, Corpus Christi, and Eastern Kentucky. So I'm going Arkansas plus the points tonight. Give me the Hogs. Woo pick Suey plus sixteen. And uh, I'm leaning the over in the Toledo game. I, you know, I'm keeping that off the board. That's good for me, guys. I think it's enough games for you, Julio. Yeah, yeah Julio, we got to stop you somewhere. <laughs> the intervention didn't work. You're big card Julio. Yeah, it only worked. Your name. It only worked like when it was a light night, right? Like we thought, like we, you know, yeah. we thought. But I like where you're going, Arkansas, getting the 14. Uh, the overs uh, worth a look there as well. Uh, pick, I don't believe you brought up. Uh, was, uh, you know, we talked about Buffalo. Buffalo are covering machines, but it's 13 and a half on the road. But uh, South Florida, South Florida getting 13 points tonight at Cincinnati, guys. Game uh, is at 7 o'clock. I like, uh, I like the Bulls. 8-2 uh, and two in their last 10 games. 8-2 and two against the spread uh, this year. Uh, Cincinnati, quite frankly, just don't have the offense uh, to win a game like this by this many points. Um, I, I think uh, South Florida is the play tonight, getting 13 points. Too many points here. South Florida there, flying under the radar. There's a game at 630, uh, Seton Hall and Providence, too. Big game at 630. A good one. Yeah, That's yeah. You know what? I've been riding tonight. the Pirates. I've I'm been riding the Pirates. I like the Providence. Play. It's the Friars uh, tonight. Another, game. another it's the Friars tonight. Yar, yar, game, yar. Going to the Friars Club. Virginia Tech against the uh, the Cavaliers tonight could be a big one for uh, Bugs Buzz and the uh, the Hokies tonight as they go on the road. Uh, I I don't see them winning, but I could see them uh, pulling away, losing by like four or five points. Spreads a bit too high, but that should be a good one in the ACC. But uh, best of luck to you guys tonight, gentlemen. 
Yeah, Julio. Julio. Yeah, I'm going to be big card cam tonight. I'm going to play. I'm going to have an opinion on every hockey game BCC. tonight. I'm dead serious. Yeah, what? BCC. You got an opinion on every hockey game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I literally am betting every hockey right. game. I might even bet the, the next Anaheim break, Detroit next game. Next segment, we'll go. We'll go over every game. Yeah. BCC. Cam's Cam Corner. Next card, next segment. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Th- thanks, Julio. Later, Julio. Take care. Yeah, Seton Hall. Seton Hall. Georgetown. Cam. What about Georgetown? Friars, who, Georgetown. 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 You do great one. I know. It's the best. I can't wait till I Georgetown like... actually. But you got to ask. Oh, me. I know. If it's in the coffee club, what are you thinking of? Give Georgetown. Georgetown. He does it with, like, most... He does a it with everything. Teams, like he'll do it. Yeah, like he does it with every, a lot of teams. Dame, Dame. Yeah, like, no, yeah it's he'll a lot pause. Of, like, yeah, it's just different. Oga, pausing. Homa, Homa. Oh, he's I got know. the best cadence, Mark Lawrence. Yeah, it's true. It's like a special cadence. I like it. So last week though, it's like he was eating dinner or something. He was a little rattled last week. Uh, I, I know. I gotta tell you, I've never seen like we've had him on many times. You know him more than me. Something happened last week. Yeah, I don't think he. Was, yeah, there's something going on around him, or like, yeah, no, yeah. no, like, yeah, yeah. It wasn't his fault. I think he was consistent. dealing with something. Yeah. It was pretty weird. Love him, though. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. So far, 104 votes. 68% of people said that they would have sex with uh, Flo. Yeah. 32% say too annoying. Yeah. I think we're going to hit the 70% mark. Final ballot. I vote yes. I'll I vote, vote yes. yes. Too. You vote You vote yes, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I wasn't with yeah, Like, if I met her and I was single in a bar and she said, let's rock, the answer would be yes. I have to be honest when I do these poll questions. You would ask her, and like uh, Big Bill asked, uh, will I get a discount on my auto insurance? Yeah, that's the thing. Right after sex. You, if you're with her, do you get a deal? Flo, Flo, if I bundle my home and auto. Uh... <laughs> what do you think her real name is? In real life? Yeah. She looks like a Janet. She does look like a Janet. That's a very good call. Thank you, Gabe. I was thinking the same thing. She looks like a Jane. Janet. Uh, I'm thinking. Janet. I'm thinking Janice. Brenda. 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 Maybe her real name is a real name, so it's not Flo. That's uh, just. <laughs> no, I don't think her real name's Flo. No. <laughs> what is Flo's real oh, name? Ah, yeah. When you when you see her name, it's like ah, oh, yeah, yeah. She looks like a Stephanie. 
Oh, Stephanie. Okay, that's Flo's real name. Okay. Stephanie? She's my age. She was born she was born in nineteen seventy. Really? Yeah. What's her Chinese what's her Chinese zodiac, or is that just a little too much? She's Stephanie Courtney. Flo's real name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks really nice in her picture. Yeah, what do you think? She looks you, you. You absolutely nailed her on the head, like without all the like the weird hipster kind of looking. Like that picture right there is just kind of nice, very friendly. Yeah, Stephanie Courtney, American actress and comedian, best known for playing Flo. Huh. All right. Yeah. See, now you see. Now I'm finding. Yeah, you know, I see the picture. In, look. Put in Stephanie Courtney and then go images. Oh, yeah, I already see it. Looks nice. Uh, it's a better. You see, I like, she's not. Yeah, like way less makeup and the nice weird look. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's not okay. flow. Yeah, I don't like flow. But she's been on Mad Men and stuff where she looks like kind of normal and hot, right? Like Yeah, she's, she she seems like a nice she seems yeah, she, I just don't like the flow thing. But uh, yeah. All right. Look at this. I just found a picture of her. People Stephanie uh, images. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, she's got some nice uh, <laughs> yeah, There we go. Yeah, wow, she actually looks, that one on Mad Band's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's a good picture where she's like the B-girl there with the Adidas tracksuit. That's a good one. Man, yeah, this chick can really change her look, man. It's wild. She has one of those faces, like it's it's kind of like that Seinfeld episode. It's different every time. Yeah, yeah, you is, figure exactly. When like, you look, look at it, when man. You look it's at, like, whoa. When I like, told you, like, I can't even tell. When I told man. you she looked different. You're probably thinking how different. When I told you that, you're no, probably I'm thinking how different real, could she really look. Like, no, I'm talking I real. Know. You, she's a chameleon shapeshifter. She's a character. Like oh they, it's not her. Like it's they make insane. her look like fatter stuff. Like to make her look more normal. Like her face. Look at Flo from Progressive. It's almost like she has a mask. Where it's like her face is puffier and stuff. Yeah. To when you look at her for real, she's got high cheekbones like an actress. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I like, see. I, you it. know, they want yeah. they want sort of like a chick from you know, average chick, right? Yeah. So they're they they turn her into that. Yeah, Steph Stephanie uh, Stephanie Courtney. My boys over at Middle Easy. My boys You're over at absolutely MMA correct. <laughs> That's wow. the best site. <laughs> they're retweeting this. Yeah, of course, yeah. Fantasy Sports Network's not. Yeah. Middle I know, they are. Site retweets <laughs> my poll question. They like your they like your poll question. It's good. I like it too. No, I, I it's actually crazy though. She looks like, like it's like that Seinfeld episode where Buddy was dating that girl with the light and her face changed. And then she went there. It's like like she looks different in almost every single picture. Like her facial stuff. Like she has one of those uh, uh, images that changes a lot. It's like weird, man. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Good stuff. Strong. See, we learn we learn something new every day. We sure do, buddy. Sure do. Including, is this a mugshot of her? I like the one where she's dressed up in the Adidas suit. That's good. BCC. Yeah, you got it there, uh, Lapine. <laughs> yeah, I think someone's got a mugshot of her. She actually looks good. She looks like she's crying. Her makeup. Oh yeah, yeah. And stuff. yeah. It's nice. Even the picture you put up is like that's a good, better picture of her in the progressive than the ones that are in the commercial. You picked a good one. I just put a new one up though, where she's not the progressive, like where she's kind of cuter. Look at the one I clicked. There's no like, like you got to click the picture actually. Is it on your Twitter? Yeah. She's dressed here? like a uh, like a country girl type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
There's one where she's like, oh, yeah, 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 that one. Oh, yeah, she looks amazing. Like, if you say, no, like, come on now. You, you can't tell it's not with that picture. That's 90% of the listeners. Like, this shouldn't even be a question. It's t- no, come on now. So, but now, now, all because of this, we learned anything. Next time you see the commercial, you'll look at her differently, won't you? <laughs> I'm actually going to say, wow, Flo's pretty good. Yeah, me you, too. Actually, I used to, yeah. dude, I used to like, like loathe her. I was like, God, this freaking chick's annoying, man. This stupid commercial. And then I don't know what happened. I saw her once. I saw another picture. And I just, I got curious about her. I'm curious about things like this. So I started poking around. I'm like, oh, she's actually kind of cute. And then I see uh, she's just an actress. She's not, like, really this annoying person. And she basically, like, she didn't want to do it. She did it, like, a few times. But because this is all she is now. She's flow. But the thing is. You can't tell it's her, so she can go on Madman in these shows, and you can't really fully tell. Now people are sending in others, which, listen, I like them all. I like Some, the cowboy uh, one. Liberty Finder just said he likes the, uh, the AT&T chick, which I actually like, too. She's got a huge right this chick, the AT&T chick. I mean, see, AT&T. <laughs> now, i got to tell you something, though. It's kind of tough for women, right? It's tough for women. So here, here's the deal. So I could use an example for a guy. So... The Travago guy basically looks like he's coming off a heroin bender. Um, yellow teeth. He's in a ditch. You know, he has yeah, no belt. You're too hard on the Travago guy. You're Listen, too hard on the Travago no, guy. Let me fi- no, no, no. You got to let me finish what I said. He looked great now because that was their move. They cleaned him up. And when he did the first ad, he even went on the radio and talked <laughs> he about it. He's like, Listen, mad about it. he goes, I don't got a belt. I don't have this. Like, he didn't even, like, shower, right? And that's what it, it, it was actually brilliant because all the radio pe- people go, hey, Travago guy, how come you look so beat down? Like, you don't even look like you should be on TV. He's, He's like, traveling. Now, now he looks like, wow, they've really cleaned him up. Have you noticed? Like, his hair's better. Like, he looks, he looks like he's really improved himself. But I'm saying, that's a guy versus a girl, right? Like, that's the thing. He, he, he looks I beat think down, the and it's like, hey, from Vermont. Is he from Vermont? Interesting. I believe so. Yeah. I thought he was from. I thought he was from like Toronto because I thought I ran into him by uh, your old Marenzi Studios there. Guy like, kind of gave me it was weird. Like he was like, "There's a guy. Where his is, dead ringer lives there." Where from, is Tra- Travago guy is, from? Who? He's from Toronto, Travago? man. No, I'm saying Vermont. I'm saying Toronto, guaranteed. Tim Williams. Tim Williams. Tim Williams. Travago guy, sloppy, sexy as hell's the cops. That's the headline. <laughs> What's the deal with the Travago guy? Meet TV's sloppy, sexy pitch man. Come on now. What is He's this? from Houston. Houston? Yeah. <laughs> really? He lives in Germany. I was born in Houston. Yeah, yeah, born in Houston. And a lot of time between New York and Houston. Head pro at a private golf club? Oh my God, this guy's got game golf game too? What the hell? He's a golf pro. Uh, sisters hey, we're learning Houston, a lot about school. the pitchman of television, right? I got to be honest with you. They're fantastic people. I don't but know I'm why Indian. I thought he was from Vermont. <laughs> why did I think he was from Toronto? Like, that's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I got to give you credit. Is he in a band? Well, too? Hey, okay, Sorry, that's another band. I thought the Travago guy was Vermont. playing bass in this band. Vermont, Vermont and Houston. I don't deserve credit, Cap. They couldn't be. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. But I said Toronto. It's even worse. Way off. Like, country. No. Yeah. Well, from Vermont, like the most random dumb. Just like, why would he be from Vermont? Like, I don't know why. You I said really Vermont. thought. Oh, I you know what? Toronto. I yeah. think the Dosecki's guys from Vermont. Oh yeah, I'm that guy. You. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, the right. Dosecki's guy. Okay, Dos. Yeah. Who Eckies. is the 
the most interesting man in the world. The most interesting man. I know. He, I know. I think you're right because I watched a documentary. I think he is from. It was Cuba. weird when I found out where he's like he's not. He's not from Spain. Or no, you think like he's. That, no, you like, think he's from Mexico, but he's not. He's from. Uh, let's say Dosakis. Most interesting. Oh my God, the guy plays handball too. You're right. Like all these guys are fantastic. They're not just. Did Dosakis guy's name? Yeah. Jonathan Goldsmith. Great name. <laughs> Goldsmith. There it is. Are you hearing? Uh, Jonathan Goldsmith. Where is he from? Oh, I just clicked it on. Nice, nice audio there. New York City. He's from New York City? Yeah. Hometown New York okay. City. Oh, I thought you said uh Vermont. Where the hell are you get Vermont guess. from, man? What's with your obsession with Vermont? Get, Green? I gotta give it up. <laughs> you do? <laughs> So yeah, you got some, we got Sanders. some good promos here. Ber- Ber- Bernie Sanders is from Vermont. <laughs> yes, he is. Bernie Sanders that. is from. Bernie Sanders is. No, from I'm Vermont. telling you, there was someone, one of these stupid pitchmen or something was from. I was like, oh, he's from Vermont. Um, I guess I'm off though. I'm old for two. Yeah, <laughs> well, second I, guy. I don't even. Yeah, is there a third? I thought you actually. I actually thought you were. Uh, yeah, duh. Uh, well, that, Les Miles. So what about the, the AT&T chick? You know the at Oh no, I, I don't even know. No, let me see. AT. She's the short, perky girl here. Lady. Okay, let me see here. Oh yeah, she's yeah. She, oh, she's in. Oh, that, that's the girl from. Uh, she used to be in that show with uh, Kevin Arnold, right? Isn't that like she looks like Winnie? No, that's not Leah Remy or whatever her name is. Yeah, she did. This girl is very attractive. See, that's a that's a poor that's a poor woman's uh, version of her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah <laughs> the commercial know. version. What's her name? Milana? The Lily? I don't know. Yeah, Lily. Lily. Yeah. yeah. Lily oh, yeah, here it is. Alt sales lady. Who is Lily? Lily. Lily. Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. She's good. She's very good. She's an attractive spokesperson. Very much so. <laughs> Middle Easy says her photoshop her photos look a little photoshop, but just from the commercials, I'd hit it. Zero questions. Every single dude who says they won't do flow is lying to themselves. Middle Easy. Yeah, like come on. I've seen this girl in something else. I don't think she's just ATNT. She's the you said it. Her breasts are huge for her size. Oh, really? They're absolutely oh, yes, they're I, no, I, like I said, I'm a pervert. Like when I notice yeah, these, nah, you I'm know not what? a pervert, but I notice I like pitch are, ladies and stuff. You are not. So I always pervert. notice them. You are not. No, a but I'm saying, well, I watch an AT&T commercial and immediately notice that the okay. chick had. Big I'm gonna breasts. admit something. I'm gonna admit something on the air because it's gonna make you feel better. You know my murder mysteries. You know who I got in for, and she's like fifty something. Up Paula Zahn. I find her very attractive. Who Paula you know, Zahn? On the ca- yeah, on the case. Yeah, Paula I know Zahn. who she is. She's a smoke show. Yeah. For her age, she looks great. Yeah, let me look at her up here. I remember. I yeah, like, I've never been. I, I prefer Jane Pauley. <laughs> no way. Are you nuts? Jane yeah, Pauley, younger on, Jane Pauley. Paul is on's way better than Jane Pauley, man. Come on. She, uh, the picture's not great. She's good, man. Look at that. How old is this? She's 62 years old. You got to be kidding me. That's fantastic. Wow. I slept with a chick that looks like Paula Zahn. Good for you then, Marenzi. Didn't end well. Strong. Yeah, I don't know. No, it didn't, end well. it didn't end well. See, you're, you're seeing her yeah, as no, like I evil. Said, I'm not criticizing, but Paul Zahn's all right. She's looking good. She's looking She's good. She's 62, I'm not dude. criticizing. 62. That's all I'm saying. Wow. I don't know what well, your beef with Jane Pauly is. Yeah, let me take a look at Jane Pauly here. Jane Pauly looks more. like Hillary Clinton now. <laughs> yeah, see, that's a problem. 
you you got that right. <laughs> she's 68. Yeah, she when she was younger, she's very cute. Like she has a very cute, like happy face, very happy face, like friendly. Yeah, like a yeah, happy right. anchor. Yeah, she looks kind of, kind of like a woman that yeah, like very uh, you know on top of things. Well, now she it. looks like Hillary Clinton. Yeah, see, that's kind of that's uh, yeah, once you bring the pantsuit in, it's tough. Yeah, I guess Cam's Corner will be in the next segment. <laughs> Man, it started from flow. Oh no, you guys, it's true. Flow. You, it everyone's on flow. Twitter. It's yeah, everyone flow, on Twitter's right? like, oh, flow photoshops or pictures. Who cares? Everyone's yeah. photoshopped. Chopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree, hundred percent. St. Louis is checking in. He likes the AT yeah, girl. Yeah, AT&T. yeah, Lily, Lily. The Honda girl's got nice legs. Who? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's uh, Toyota. It's the Toyota. Toyota. Girl, yeah, the Toyota. Yeah, girl. she kind of. Yeah, no, she's got a great body. Hold on, Toyota girl. I, I'm with you. I like this women too. <laughs> we no, the problem is we watch a lot of TV. <laughs> yeah, the Toyota girl. Toyota girl. Yeah, she. But she's too man man by a Toyota. It's kind of like. No, no, that. no. She's too bossy. Yeah. yeah, she's very bossy. I prefer You're Lily. Right, though. Laurel Coppock is the girl in the Toyota TV commercials. Cop, cop, what? <laughs> cop, cop, Laurel Coppock. It's a crazy last name, man. Like I don't know, it's not what you think it is. It's but it's kind of close. C O P P O. Yeah, cop, pop, like Coppock. Laurel Coppock. This guy on Twitter. This is the best. So the poll question is: Would you have sex yeah. with Flo? He goes, No, yeah. but I would with her sister in that commercial. <laughs> Oh yeah, the one on the bike. Yeah, yeah it's her. I know. Of it's, course her. it's her. Yes, I know. I know it's I knows though. No, he doesn't know. There, that's kind of the joke. She plays her everyone in her family. She even plays the 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 man where she goes bald. It's like scratching. Yeah, you've seen it. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Um. Yeah. What's up with this? Too does Gillette wouldn't approve of your toxic masculinity. What's that about? What's Gillette? What? Gillette's not paying us. What are you talking about? What's going on, Stooge? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what he's talking. Yeah, there's some kind of new Gillette think, thing. That's There's yeah, a Gillette ad that's that's trending. Hold on. Let's go check this out. Okay, so just Gillette. Yeah, some Gillette did some commercial about, you know, men who, like, love themselves too much or something. It's, it's against men, like... Caring about Gillette tries to teach stuff like social that? justice. Yeah, it's massive yes, yes. online uh, backlash. Yes, correct. Yeah, they're basically telling to people Gillette. to be uh, <laughs> less uh, less manly. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I like what this sculpted. guy says. Just use a yeah. Gillette razor blade to cut off my testicles. No more toxic <laughs> masculinity for me. Thanks, Gillette. <laughs> I still think the best thing, the idea you had was when we did Gillette draft into the plates, you go, screw it. Schick released. Everybody loses. The winner keeps his job. <laughs> Schick released. That's the best. Then I got released. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was after you. Like, yeah, that's a great worry. idea. That's like right, four yeah. days okay, later. Okay. Yeah. They're like, yeah. They bring me to the Gillette factory. We don't want, uh, we don't want this guy. He's uh, not, good, not good looking enough. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm pretty much out of pitch. Uh, I'm out of pitch. Uh, pitch chicks now. Pitch Who people. Else is there? Not many. There's Flo. There's Lily from AT and T. 
The, the Toyota girl. We'll find more. Who are we missing? 